It's another Monday night, everybody. That means another Tales from the Flip Side. It's the flagship show. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got Namor. We got Bad Idea maybe being over. We don't know yet. Uh, we've got some Star Wars spec, and we've got a really cool cover reveal coming up with a really cool artist. So make sure you guys stick around. Tales from the Flip Side. What up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another Tales from the Flip Side. This is episode 174. We got the one and only John Z with us. Carter and Mercer not in the house. Uh, Big Leg is here, too. So we've got some fun stuff to talk uh, about. Like I said, uh, Namor, uh, which just started getting talked about again. Uh, bad idea stuff. Um, uh, Star Wars stuff. Really cool cover reveal. Plus your market report. Don't 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 forget. There's always the market report and then uh, pickups. So, all right, let's get into it. So, all right, Namor stuff. Um, I I know we talked about this six months ago when uh, the the uh, dude was announced to be part of the cast, and it was like super obvious that was Namor. And now uh, we're getting these these sites posting. Um, about Namor and everybody's going, oh, Namor's been confirmed. No, well, let's talk about this. Namor is still a rumor at this point, but it's fucking obvious, right? It's obvious, but there is yeah. no confirmation. Um, here, if you just go to Google, you type in Namor, you look at news, super simple, right? You can see the la the latest people who are reporting on it, and we we've got our favorite. We got this covered. Uh, Comicbook.com. <laughs> I mean, that's that's decent, right? Still, but they say rumor. Uh, Empire Magazine. There's a couple CBR. Um, you know what I mean? Like, there's a couple places where you know maybe if they came out and said, "Yeah, it's confirmed," I might believe it. But every single one says rumor, rumor, appearance in the sequel, uh, reportedly playing Namor, uh, reportedly found its Namor, rumored to cast as Namor. So, no confirmation that I can find yet. Have you guys heard of any confirmation chat? Have you guys heard any confirmation? I don't think there's none. Zero. It, it read, one of the Reddit articles I read was like, "There's there's names that they're linking to. You know, the, these these characters are linked as these other characters. Like Name Rita came up and uh, a Tuma, and uh, you know, it, it's all rumors. But it's probably you know, when there's when there's smoke at Marvel, there's usually some fire. Well, we'll see. He's he's the same same the same cat we we talked about this six months ago mm -hmm. and and i'm not saying like oh we talked about it so we were the first report on no, no it came I, out I don't six months play ago. yeah it came out we this is not new news and w well what it is causing right is is let's let's go check out ebay here for a second and uh have have we uh seen the numbers on like ff4 and all that fun stuff yet? i didn't i didn't notice anything crazy this morning when i looked I didn't check this evening a second time, but there, was that, much, there weren't many copies up. It was all restored generally. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's such a tough book in the first place. I mean, if you well, yeah, if you're talking fantastic four, I mean, the other ones are not only, only tough as first appearances don't exist. So I guess we're going, we're going silver age kind of on the spec, right? Ozzy's lucky that his copy is sitting in CGC's uh, warehouse of doom, or I'd be making him sell it. Mm -hmm. well, well, lucky is not. So 
eBay's so messed up that like I don't even know how to search for it. Oh, I, go. I I hate it right now because if you put on filters, nobody's got all their things set up because they, they just guess. Not not people, but eBay just kind of put things in places. Look and at this so one like, right here. If you filter books, you're gonna miss so much. Yeah. A six point Oh yeah. Um, Chris Is this was talking about that yeah. one. And he Chris. just said almost twelve, so maybe they took a grand off or something like that. Holy yeah. But shit. still, that's a uh, uh, that's pretty good. That is that's big a, a money. Nice shout, out, shout out to my homie Chuck. Do you do you remember what that came back, Sean? The one that you pressed for them that we opened no. live. I can't remember what it was. It, it uh uh-uh. I was not, came, no. It came and like back the grades same. fall off, so I can't even look it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, you're 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 sending so many things in that it's ridiculous. But, yeah, There's we a point have to go five. back in your hangout. So. Yeah, I know, right? There's a point five that sold for eleven hundred bucks, or cool. supposedly. 2.0. Hey, there's one you can crack and read and get the same grade back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, not really getting any worse. Got a cover there. Well, it'll be interesting to see what some of these covers start popping off for. Some of these Namor covers. Some of these, uh, maybe even some of the modern stuff. There's a lot of really good Namor covers out there. But I know a lot of people were talking about this book for some reason. Fantastic Four 33. First appearance of Atuma. Um. I, I don't know what uh, exactly that's uh, going so crazy for, but that's that's um, one of those characters they're rumoring the other. You know, this name means this name. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I think that's a dope. Hey, heartless. I don't know what you're talking about. So if you feel like sharing with the chat, please go ahead. Where's heartless? Am I missing he's heartless? He's talking about Web of Spider Man. Oh, okay. I don't know what he's talking about? Okay. Shout out to Heartless. Uh, make sure you guys go follow uh, Heartless Weeb, I, I believe is his YouTube channel. He's got a really dope uh, anime YouTube, YouTube channel that he's doing. He's he's kicking some ass over there, so make sure you guys go check them out. And all that you're correct, that's not Heartless. So. Oh, it's not Heartless? <laughs> no, that's Dollar, bro. You're no, talking about Dollar? Up there. No, it's Brett Hess Art. Oh, Brett Hess Art. Oh, shit, oh, you're right. You. I thought it was Heartless. <laughs> I thought Art it was Heartless. I thought it was heartless. Hey, like, that's how reading works. That's like, apparently how your the, brain just reads things. Sorry, my man. No, the primacy recency effect of like letters on your brain. That's like that's someone you're used to talking to. Kind of that's what you see. So that's okay. Fair. That's an easy. That's an easy mistake trying to read all this and talk at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, well, let's get back to the Namor qu- thing real quick because I think Namor. Everybody's like, oh, you're specking on a villain, and and water characters are cheesy and this and that. Namor's a dope character that done if done right could be really dope if they do the whole Mercenot style. Uh, I'm a Mercenot, Jesus Christ, brother. Um, uh, Killmonger style, um, uh, you know, with a villain where you have a villain come in that you, you know they play off as a villain like they are going to do with Namor, and then they turn him and they do that that hero uh, journey type stuff, which they're supposedly we're hearing rumors of happening with Killmonger and Black Panther. Uh, they're bringing maybe bringing him back um, again. Total rumors, but would be fucking cool as shit. And if they play that off right, make you hate him at first and then fall in love with him like the Jamie Lannister type thing. Game over on that character. Yeah, he's very he's very transcendent. You know, he transcends the um, the villain hero thing. He, he walks that fine line. So, yep. Yeah, <clears throat> looking at a little more of the backstory because we're, we're this is actually a character, one of the original. I mean, who's in Marvel Comics number one? 
so that's how long this character's gone back with uh, new, you know, different stuff. Uh, I don't want to say retcon. They sort of just kept telling the tale of, of him. Where, you know, he'd disappear. I mean, didn't um, Human Torch found him like a bum and burned his clothes off and was like, nah, dude, you're a damn war. And uh, so, yeah, he's got, he's, got a, he's got a deep history. He's had a lot of mental issues, you know, because uh, most people have. And uh, so, there, yeah, there's, there's some there's some there's some deep stuff under there. Plus, anybody can be underwater that long with um, without having to breathe. You know, you lose oxygen in your brain. I, I would assume. So, uh, yeah, that, that's a that's a deep that is a that is a character they can go deep with. Um, I yeah. will say they probably aren't going to have him in panties the whole time though. Yeah, and like, so. and no, uh, and that dude. <laughs> That guy from Narcos is gonna play him. He's gonna be on some deep steroids to get going oh, to be this yeah. guy right here. Oh you know yeah, what I mean, I'm pretty sure he could get that Fowak pretty easy, but they they should have um, just put Cushion Ronaldo like the, in there. Yeah, <laughs> pretty well, much. You, I, I bring this up for most of the freaking thing, you know. I bring yeah. this this issue up or this picture up because. This was one of the really cool Namor uh, uh, storylines in comics in the Ultimate Fantastic Four run when he was fucking trying to hip on uh, on Sue Storm and stealing Stu Storm from uh, Reed Richards. And I think at the same time, wasn't the zombie stuff going on just starting in that run at this time, mm-hmm. too? So this was a really good... Th- to me, the Ultimate Comics run up until... Like that, the the first couple series, like the ultimate Ultimate X Men, the first part, the Ultimate Avengers, the first one, those all sucked until like Ultimate Avengers, like when they started adding like newer characters. The first runs really sucked. This was the only one that was any good. The Ultimate Fantastic Four was the only one that was any good out of those first couple Ultimate runs. Um, it's, other than Spider Man, obviously, Spider Man was amazing, but the other ones, X Men was terrible. Anyways, <laughs> well, and Neymar has so many kind of ties. He's got ties to Fantastic Four, ties to Illuminati, ties to the X Men. You know, he's a mutant, but he's a, you know, he's just they've used him everywhere. So he could kind of be a doorway character. Yeah, oh, I yeah. hate that he's a mutant. I hate that. It's like that. It's like an early '90s gimmick to try to you know make him relevant. I, I still I can't stand that he's a mutant. When when did they when did they do that where they came out and said, "Oh, Namor is a mutant." This when was, was that? It had to have been early '90s because uh, I was I remember seeing the first mutant tagline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, maybe around like uh, when Alex Ross was playing around with shit mm-hmm. in Marvel. Maybe that was going on. So yeah, anyway, late '90s, 2000s. Yeah, and Chris brought up that that awesome. Um, number one with the uh, green refractor background from Jay Lee. Oh God. I got to, I got to, I got to tell you that I, that as a kid, I, I loved it. Are I've always liked Jay Lee, Jay Lee also. So oh, that was hot. Yeah, that cover was hot. The green one. Oh God, man. There we go. There's some Jay there Lee art in this. That it was so, go. so bad. I loved it. I don't care. I That's thought hot, that was amazing. I thought that was amazing at that age. So <laughs> bad. Plus, it was so shiny. I, I still have my copy too. I really do. Shiny. That's funny, man. That was that one that, uh, like, when you got new bags and boards, like it. it yeah, the got tag- to stay in the new bags and boards. The tagline is right up above that. Um, the Namor it says Marvel's first and mightiest mutant. There you go. And the green one. Yeah. Yeah, Marvel's first and mightiest mutant. You're damn right. 
That's not a bad one. I don't. I think that covers probably the best out of them all. Looks opinion. very Lobo though. Yeah. God, oh. man, art art is so subjective. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to 121 live viewers. We appreciate you guys. Um, thanks for hanging out. We got some cool stuff coming out. Hang around um, until uh, definitely the whole show because we got a uh, cool cool uh, cover reveal coming up. So um, we want to make sure you guys uh, check out everything that we got coming out on the channel. So make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the bell. Uh, you'll get notified whenever we got new stuff to drop. We got all kinds of fun stuff coming out every night of the week. So make sure you guys uh, stick around and watch the rest of the stuff. I know I think the girls this week, which are tomorrow night, are doing a little spotlight. And I will tell you what it is here in a second. Who did... Let's see if, if you guys can remember who did that really dope um, Spider Women cover with where it had the three of them on there. It had Spider Gwen, uh, Wonder, or Spider Gwen, um, uh, Silk, and Spider Woman. Spider Woman on it. I don't remember. I'm going to tell you because that is, that is the artist. Yeah, yeah you're right. He, well, that's who they're doing their spotlight on. I, I'm terrible. I'm very medicated. So, um, <laughs> like always. Yeah. So, uh, maybe the chat will let me know. Um, but they're doing a spotlight. They did a really good spotlight uh, the last couple of weeks. They've been doing really good stuff over no, there. Stacy Lee, Martian Comic Shop says. Stacy Lee? Possible. No. Maybe it's not right. Stacy Lee. Maybe it's it's not, not that sounds familiar because I've been chasing that book for years. That might have been that Stacy Lee cover, I think. Yeah. Well, I think awesome. that might have been that Stacy Lee cover. So, um, but you know what? Let's just do this. Let me let me just let's just quit playing games here. Let me just do yeah, this. The Google machine because we suck. Yeah, let's get into the <laughs> matrix. let's get into the matrix, right? So, as you guys can see, just go over to Tales from the Flip Side and hit that. Okay, here we go. Vanessa Del Rey. Vanessa Del Rey. Oh, see who they're spotlighting on. Hmm. So uh, make sure you guys go check it out. If you guys don't know who Vanessa Del Rey is, hang around tomorrow night and find out. So, um, all right, let's get on to what do you guys think about uh, the bad idea stuff? Um, for those of you guys that don't know what we're talking about, uh, a lot of us saw this over on the wonderful IG. And uh, it says, we, we regret to inform you that despite our best efforts and all of your wonderful support, bad idea as we know it must end. Our sincerest thanks for the incredible journey. We will be announcing the re and releasing books through the end of the year. Beyond that, bad idea is over. Okay, the wording. So, the wording. Can I, can, yeah, that's uh, very specific how it says it. It's almost like uh, that, that wrestling term. Over. Yeah, yep. you know trying to I get mean? it over. Yeah. yeah, trying to get the company Man. over. Uh-huh. Yeah. It says, it's very specific with bad idea in capitals. It, it is very horrible. interesting. Could it be well, good I mean, ideas you just, coming? You could throw it out and then not say anything instead of trying to create your own hashtag for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, hey. Oh, yeah, look at that. There's, there it is, right? Yeah. What? From Janesh's own words. Um What's it say? I, I want to say if okay if it's a joke, or or if he's trying to prove that he's over in the wrestling term by making this and getting getting people to talk about it again. Uh, like, uh, I hope nobody got nobody's getting. There's like a some some like great idea or some announcement coming, 
and nobody's getting torched selling their stuff because getting it was a big pain in the ass in the first place. And then, right. you know, nine, nine nines were $1,200 and now they're $300. So, yeah. Um, and the whole thing was um, fucking with collectors and stores and everything in the first place so well i mean also, i don't know if you want to do that any further but if it's if they were outselling expectations right so to me that they, they can't it wouldn't be the route of money because they if you came in with a budgeted expectation and you're outselling that for mm-hmm. enac and those first books you're probably not just folding so i potentially they're revamping their strategy and this strategy was just to pump some some interest and then now they're going to open it up Maybe, you know, maybe that's just there's changes coming to it. They're going to, you know, do the old. Uh, Switcheroo. Uh, yeah, NWO style, you know. Yep. You remember Triple H had the T-shirt game over. Like, damn, <laughs> damn right. I'm over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. I, yeah, I've got I have no idea. And that's just, just too I, wily I like to, for that, you know, He's I like to, I like to know. um print runs or things uh somewhere in the neighborhood of print runs make they make they make me happy well uh, you know h and h says something very interesting that you know and i've heard this throughout the day that he did an interview a couple weeks back where he kind of mentioned this or or kind of talked about it foreshadowing at some point um so we, and another thing that kind of made me laugh and chuckle is uh, shout out to whoever it was. They asked me on IG, you know, would you have, would you, um, have Dinesh as the head of your, uh, you know, business or run your business? I'd be like in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, man. If he wants to market <laughs> us, we're in. In a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> the dude is, he, he's got something about doing, pulling this shit off and there's no doubt he loves comics. Now I know it pisses a lot of people off because they think it's, it's some of the stuff that he's done seems pretty uh, foul and I get it. You know, everybody looks at it a certain way, but there's no doubt that the dude knows how to market and knows how to maybe not uh, keep a business going longevity wise, but get people talking about that business. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. Oh. Um, well, it worked either way. Dinesh. There you go. Yep. <laughs> We're talking. <laughs> We're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, It'll be interesting to see what he says. Um, the only thing that sucks uh, for all everybody who you know is on that uh, that uh, Dinesh train that whether you're a former Valiant fan or whatever, you know what I mean. Like, there's a lot of people that that ride that train, and big time for him. And I saw somebody make a comment. Might have been. I'm not going to say where. I got a horrible memory, so it might be somebody in the chat tonight. So shout out to if if you're in the chat. Um, he said, uh, "What's going to happen now to all those hero trade copies that are out there? They're supposedly <laughs> out there, right?" So so, but the, that kind of made me go, "Okay, well, does that mean that like there's some there's some people that ride hard for for Valiant and Dinesh and anything that guy does." It still could be worth something. It might even go up in value. You know, I mean, there's some uh, of those valiant books out there that are super, super rare. But the question is, how many people are holding on to those hero trades out there? Yeah, no, no idea. It's a uh, all right. 
<laughs> I shouldn't be talking. Broken record. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Um, so. So you coming on to explain this one too? Is that how, is that, how that goes? Yeah, I know. I know. Right. Beginning and the end. I know. But yeah, just I'll, let's. I'll. I'll go on like the miniature record. Going. I. I doubt if the, the this is the end of it, and that that's how that's going to go. Is by yeah. going out with the IG post whimper. Yeah. Agreed. Um, we've got con season. Sounds like it's getting uh, rocking here soon. A lot of new cons being talked about. People going to cons. Um, looks like we're going to be in Baltimore. So it sounds like uh, the crew is going to do its best to convene in Baltimore. So for everybody well, out there, the best. I mean, we've got a booth. Well, we got a booth. But it'd be nice to get as many of us out there if we can. It's some people, some some people's wives uh, have birthdays, so uh, we'll give we'll we'll give them uh, the night off. But uh, hey, uh, we ain't pointing elbows. No, no. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, it'll it'll be fun. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So for every every all you fans out there, all you viewers out there, I shouldn't call you fans. You guys are friends. Fucking fans, get the fuck out of here. Uh, for all you friends out there. <laughs> Comic yeah. fans, yeah. I mean, yeah comic last fans. time there we you go. all you comic fans out there, like the rest of us. <laughs> last yeah. time we rolled into Baltimore, that uh, what was that bar, the the one across the street, the Ale House or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like a big brewery. Oh man, uh, we bar we, restaurant. We took over that second floor, and it got, got drank a, a whole nutty. tree of apples. <laughs> I said, no, they drank, drank them out of Crown Royal with the Washington <laughs> apples. <laughs> and he said, and, 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 and his, how many did you drink? Oh, yeah, this tree. Yeah, <laughs> this, this brother, uh, Brian's buddy. How many apple? How how many apples we drank? And he said, "Man, a whole tree." <laughs> so, yeah, that that was, that was fun. It's a nice oh, place, God. a nice to wander around down there and have a have a good time. And uh, I'm I'm really hoping to make it again too. Um, let's start a let's start a petition for Jen. We we need like. 20 signatures. Yeah, it's my wife's birthday. She's pretty nice about the stuff. It's pretty easy for me to make this stuff up to her. But uh, the other, uh, it was possibly going to be the Raiders and Eagles in Vegas. Oh. So it's like, oh, man. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> for her, too. That's why we're married. Well, <laughs> well regardless, you'll, you'll see Nico and Dino and I and several others at, at our booth. And we'll be. I think Wood's going to be out there this year again, too. Yeah, Simple, Simple Man will be there. Um, oh, yeah. I know Rob uh, Fordham will be there, uh, Josh Allen. Definitely lots of people. Yeah. yeah. And, and lots of people I haven't met other than, you know, via this or, you know, chats and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, have a, have a good time out there, man, because I love that con. Hopefully, uh, hopefully a lot of good, you know, dealers really ready out there and ready to ready to sell and have a good time. And we all know competition is good. So uh, yeah. hopefully there's a lot of dealer competition up there. So uh, we can, we can get some halfway decent deals. <laughs> I, I'm just looking for, I'm going to do my best just to go out there with, uh, with nothing plan, you know, not plan on f bringing anything back with me, but those are always the best times when you not don't plan on bringing anything back. And then you find some crazy shit that you end up got a shipping back or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we had, it, it we, got, had we got a guy for that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, we always had, on, there's also, uh, I don't know about this year, but there was always on-site on -site grading. So that was a big draw to the thing. So I always showed up with that. And I even want, like, I even check a bag and bring an empty backpack 
that I packed with slabs. And the first year I did it, uh, remember CGC changed their slabs to this uh, thick ones oh, that yeah. year? So all, yeah, I think was, every, every slab I had, I don't even know if I had a thick one yet because I had only changed it two months before there. <clears throat> so I got it like perfectly in my bag and I maxed out that I could have like, I don't know, 20 or 25. Yeah, you had like, like 30 some all, books and you're like. Yeah, like Osprey Porter backpack. I'm all, this is perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I think I sold one. To, I think I sold a, a, a Lomo to John. I'm like, so you sold something to my brother. You had to sell yeah. three books because oh, you weren't taking Yeah, so there was there was that. There were deals to be had that morning. Inner Harbor, yeah. go. Inner Harbor there. We have yeah, really good times. So that that's a fun con. And it, and it was all in like it and whatever you like. If you dress up, you cosplay, you like doing all that stuff. That that that's fine. But um, this is this is a con, this is a comic book con. There is cosplay there, but it's definitely it's definitely not like um, a lot of the the cons and stuff that we have out here in California. You know, WonderCon is great. There's actually a lot of books, but it is massive. Same with Comic Con, and um, you know, Comic Con looking more for exclusive and things like that than deals on books. WonderCon does have a lot of books, but it's like the cosplay thing is completely nuts, and that's I'm sure that's going to happen yeah. when they bring them back next year, whenever it is. Baltimore's got decent cosplay, but it also like it's got a lot of just comic book dealers. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. It's not all ninja swords and beef jerky like like no, wizard. There's, but there's like wizard world and stuff like that stuff. But I mean, it's not overdone. No, not you know, at all. Got yeah. dealers and toy dealers, but I'm not going to say quite fifty percent is comics, but close. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. dealers you don't see. You know, I don't see them on my in my area very often. Mm-hmm. You, so you, you know, um, I forget. I think it was it was Marco that maybe had said something um, that you know sometimes you can find really cool like uh, you know areas you know you can rent out you know like banquet halls or something in some of those areas or something <laughs> that we can maybe rent out and fucking just you know everybody hang out there or something figure yeah. out or just do it at that bar like you guys upstairs do. at the old house man yeah. Like, just call ahead. Are you guys open? We're coming up there, and then and then do that. But there are there are little ones by the there's the downtown area. So there are little bars that we just tell people just to show up at, and bartender is like, okay, and you just walk in, and that's you know that's whether or not if you, you know if you're if you're drinking or eating or whatever, it's fine. You know, it's fine for everybody. So, uh, and there, yeah, there's a couple of places, and we try to all stay within walking distance, pretty much of the. Uh, yep, upstairs, totally. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we try to, we try to, we've tried to stay like in that area pretty much. And then, you know, maybe take a bunch of, um, Ubers to, uh, midget wrestling or whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever comes up, man, whatever comes up. That really, that really happened by the way. So, I had a, yeah. I had a very deep conversation about supernatural with, uh, uh <laughs> midget wrestling. It was amazing. <laughs> was it a she midget wrestler? No, it was all dudes. Uh, all dudes? Damn. Uh, that would have been cooler. If it good was. good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I put, uh, I, put, I put something in the comments out there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's even better. Hey, yeah, I, made the mis- I made the mistake of um, on Thursday. I worked till, it was like a couple years ago. I worked till midnight. Woke up. Friday morning with like maybe an hour of sleep, drove from Ohio to Baltimore <laughs> seven hours, and I thought I could hang in Baltimore. <laughs> I pooped out like after two hours. I was just like, I gotta go. 
He should have taken a nap and come back. Sean was still going, probably. A rally. Yeah, a rally next time. Yeah. Well, somebody said uh, that they have the – I've never been to Baltimore. So they said supposedly there's that sky bridge. But half the time the sky bridge isn't even fucking open. That would piss me off, man. If I bought I don't even up, know what that is. There's a I sky bridge that attaches to the to the convention center from a hotel across the street. Oh, or something. yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and that, you know, if you saw that, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to get in that hotel. And then half the time it's not even open. And if I went there you know, specifically for that reason and it wasn't open, I'd be raising a fucking Karen fit, man. <laughs> Comic book Karen fit. I need to see your manager. Yes, sir. Right now. Yes, sir. That's Especially fair. if you have full backpack, or you're carrying 25 CGC slabs, <laughs> or you're doing that on a cart um, with your other friends that. shipping, and in a hotel room. We we had we had one of our buddies. We got back to the room. I turn around. He had his shirt off. I was like, "What the hell? He's all bad. It's fucking hot." Because <laughs> <laughs> it was late earlier. This year's the last week of October, man. That's not. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? That's that's cooler. But like. We're over there like the first week of September, like 98 degrees, walking down the street with furniture. So, uh, yeah. Cannabis <laughs> store. That's, that's pretty Uh-oh. Cool. Brian Woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, think you can, I think you can go through any airport with that now. So Can I? I, no, nice. I don't know if LAX doesn't care. Okay. Right. Hey, and I also made the mistake of getting a motel in Baltimore in the hood. And I'm talking like the wire hood. And there was I like yeah. no, that one time. No, so, hey, no soon as I pulled into the hotel, the motel, there was a bus, and there was like a bunch of hookers outside, like all like handcuffed and shit. <laughs> I don't think like, you get a. I don't think you get a motel with an M in Baltimore. I'm, just, I'm like, you just know a what? Suggestion. I'm like, hey, I'm out. I can't do this. I drove. My, I, I literally drove back home <laughs> that night. <laughs> uh. Um, All right, so hold on. What is figure drawings? Uh, Speaking of sketchy sky shenanigans, have you seen the sky pool in London? No, what is that? Is that like a clear pool or something hanging off a building or some shit? That would be scary as hell. That would be creepy. Um, But uh, all right, let's let's talk about... I do want to say, though, shout out to all our people who are are over in the UK right now. If you're watching in the UK, shout out to you. Um, shout out to our, our uh, servicemen and women who are over uh, across seas. I know we got a lot of people in Germany watching, um, a lot of cool cool people over there. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you for hanging out. It's probably either super early or late or some crazy shit where you're at. Um, so thank you for hanging out. We appreciate the hell out of you and, and would love to talk to you about comics one of these days. All right. Um, did you guys see there's there, there are very few things that uh, – I talk about, but um, did you see, let me show you guys this. I don't know who this is from, but uh, I collect uh, Nirvana covers, right? And um, did you see this Department of Truth Nirvana cover? Oh, wow. That's dope. No, I didn't see it. Right? And I, I'm not a, I am not a uh, an exclusive guy, you know, unless it's a, a homie that that I, I really respect or it's a cover I really really love or something like that. It's a creator I really love, um, but I collect these uh, homages to the Nirvana covers, and this one is dope. That is super dope. So um, I I don't know who who it is. So if you guys like it, go check it out. Uh, hopefully it's somebody's cool, um, uh, but. Uh, really really dope cover 
so make sure you guys check it out. Um, and and before we get on to uh, here here in a, here in a couple of minutes, we'll be talking about another really uh, dope uh, cover coming up or that's coming out. Um, another really really dope cover. But before we do that, I want to talk about there's some spec uh, that was very interesting that uh, a couple of birdies uh, sh sh uh, shot my way, and it's Star Wars spec, and I'm. I'm not big into the newer Star Wars stuff. That's why I rely on uh, the Dark Side crew. Um, they're uh, Marco and, and those guys over there really do a good job of uh, keeping me up to date with that stuff. Uh, same with Pete Renna. Make sure you guys are following Pete Renna. Uh, Renna Vision on YouTube. I think he's like, uh, he, he, let's help him get to a thousand subs. He's, he's pretty close. He's uh, always doing really good, really cool Star Wars shit. Um, but um, the, the interesting stuff that uh, people started talking about is um, this book here. Let's do this. Star Wars. And, and I know a lot of people are talking about the series, but Star Wars Bounty Hunters 13. Um, and the crew, the dark side crew, uh, talked about this book not too long ago on their show um, from well, last week, maybe something like that. Uh, and it was kind of interesting. They're talking about this character, uh, Death Sticks. Does that, does that sound right? You guys hear about this character? Chat, let me know. Uh, she was a character that was seen in, what's the best way to put it? Uh, mobile device gaming. That's where she started. And... Uh, pretty interesting character here we go you can see i guess this is her when she first kind of started out in that mobile gaming stuff um the thing that's interesting about her is they gave her a kind of a backstory um where her mother uh i believe is a night sister and you guys know everybody's clamoring for the night sister stuff everybody here we go thank you jj uh star wars uprising was the game um and i guess this character's mother was a night sister and uh, you know, everybody talked about last year on The Mandalorian, there was rumors that that chick was a night sister or something like that. And the night sister kind of gets us closer, I guess, to the whole Darth Maul stuff, which I know I want more than anything. So that's why I'm a little stoked about this character. But it's interesting to see them uh, drop a character from a mobile game that people liked into the comic, which makes me think even more that uh, they're really going to find some way to push some of those Darth Revan and Malik and those guys at some point here soon if they're if they're dropping this character on us hopefully um, but uh, so her first cameo appearance is going to be in that uh, Star Wars 13 uh, bounty Star Wars bounty hunters 13 that's coming out and um, that I guess uh, sounds like a, maybe like a last page cameo or something uh, along those lines. Um, but there is a there's a couple covers for it. This is the 50th uh, Lucasfilm Limited variant, I guess, of it, um, which is an interesting cover. Um, the other one is, uh, I think this is the uh, Pride Month cover. They're doing, they might be doing a Pride Month cover too um, from the looks of it. So there's that. Um, and then, of course, here is the uh, regular cover for the, for the issue. Um, and 
Uh, issue 14 has a couple interesting things. But anyways, this character, that's not her first uh, thing in print. Her first thing in print, you can find uh, a lot of people are collecting the, uh, the Star Wars Insider nowadays. Um, she was in Star Wars Insider, I believe, 161 and 162. Uh, uh, first pictured inside cover and uh, the PX cover, uh, it sounds like on Star Wars Insider. So if you guys out there, if, if you see these, I mean, you, I would buy that Insider no matter what, just because it's a fucking dope cover. That's a badass cover. Yeah, that is a dope cover. Um, but yeah, so Death Sticks is the character. Uh, she, like I said, daughter of a night sister um, that has been killed. Her mother, I guess, has been killed. Uh, she turned into an assassin after being a street kid, believes in honor over money, first showed up uh, like in the mobile, uh, the Uprising game. Um, and uh, you can find her uh, early in print appearances in the star wars insider and then uh the uh, bounty hunters 13 issue 13 is sounds like it's going to be uh, her first cameo so um pick those up and um you know more than that make sure you guys uh check out the uh dark side crew who are are dropping knowledge uh about star wars stuff regularly they're doing good stuff over there um make sure you guys uh subscribe to us hit that bell uh so you get notified whenever that stuff up they go live every sunday night i believe um so uh some really cool spec stuff all right um i don't know it's interesting what do you guys think about these uh some of these pride covers did you see them all no I'm not getting into it. I was just joking. That would require me to watch FOC stuff. Yeah. 182 live viewers. Appreciate you guys. Make sure to hit that like button. Um, if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. Please uh, you know, do us a favor. If you like what uh, we're doing, leave us a comment after the show on the video um, and let us know how we're doing. Follow us on IG. And uh, definitely uh, come hang out with us in Baltimore if you guys are going to be in Baltimore. And we we right. miss our buddies uh, that are on vacation and those of them that had to work too hard this week. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny, Sean? Um, shout out to the Saturday Night Crew, the MCM crew. They uh, they did a show that, and a bunch of their guys were on vacation. And they had cancellations. And the next thing I know, Kyle's at Mission Beach. And one of the hosts on, on MCM is at Mission Beach live, you know, from Mission Beach doing the, the show. And he said Mission Beach was so packed. It was San crazy. Diego, Mission Beach? Yeah. So San Diego. Yeah. So packed. He said it was absolutely bonkers. And you could hear him. Like I had to keep like, you know, like people had to like kind of keep, going, dude, it's loud because it was so loud. The, the party going on behind him. So that kind of makes me happy uh, <clears throat> about the con stuff and some of that stuff. And I know you just got done going to Vegas. What was Vegas like? I drove. I drove back today. I was in. Uh, I was actually visiting someone in Oregon, but I did stay Wednesday night or Wednesday. I got to go with the PSL holder uh, for the new Raiders Stadium, so I, I got to go down to the seats, got to check everything out, have a great time in there. Uh, thanks to my buddy Brad, who is not listening to this or ever will. But he's, your big boy. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's did he make sure the seats were adequate? Uh, you know what he. Uh, He's lost 150 pounds, Damn. But, he, but he still doesn't make him not six seven anymore. <laughs> so yeah, no, the no, the seats are beyond. It's the it's corner end zone uh, next like or the section to the left if you're looking at the black hole fourth row from the field. Nice. So you'll you guys you guys will be seeing me on t on TV. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then if his friends sell the seats, you'll see us 
blocking opposing fans' views the entire game. So, uh, yeah, anyway, this, yeah, the stadium's great. Now, it's also it's elevated, unlike Oakland. So, I mean, the players can't, like, jump in, in your arms anymore. Oh, shit, you found it. That was, I yeah. found it. So, yeah, that, no, that's, yeah, that's from the seat. So I'm actually, it's, I think I'm standing in the aisle, like a row to the seat, but it's, it's fourth row. So finally, yeah, I'm not, that, I made, I made it. I made That's it. a great I, picture, bro. Especially after watching <laughs> the whole year off. Um, especially after watching the whole, you know, watching, watching all the games, like in si- like silence with crowds, you know, they're making fun of Derek Carr's audibles and stuff like that. So that was, yeah, that was cool. And especially made me, uh, and so they, they lifted mandates and such in, in Nevada. So Vegas is just straight open. And so there was, there was just, uh, yeah. So Wednesday night was all right ever. Uh, I mean, there were a lot, a lot of people there last night. I was coming off the end of the vacation, so I had pretty much had the tamest night in Vegas I ever had last night. But half of that was because it was so packed. I didn't feel like I just didn't feel like going back downstairs to deal with it, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to drive home when I was landed at like nine something last night. I don't know what shape I was going to be getting off a plane. So. Uh, the, Anyway, it was uh, um, it was yeah, it was really great to see the stadium. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was nice that Vice was nice that Vegas was open. So it was yeah, just people walking around, having a good time. Um, it's uh, yeah, it was good, and uh, people just sort of uh, doing their thing, you know, um, out taking advantage of some of the rooms that are still uh, cheap right now. Uh, not all of them. So yeah, man, it was uh, I, I was happy to be there. And I, Gonna be gonna be there gonna be there a lot. Shit looks like Darth Vader, man. Hey, are, Dude, you, yeah. are, are you thrilled with the move to Vegas? Um, I mean, look, I've I've just finally embraced it. Like, if you look back on my Instagram, you see the pictures of me with the stay in Oakland signs, like from the front row in Oakland. Um, so I really, I really love, yeah, being in those seats week one. Um, so the uh, and skipping the first preseason game because screw that. I want to be in there when it's Monday night football, opening up the stadium for real. Um, and uh, yeah, so no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that happy, but like the thing is that stadium was, was, was bad and getting worse. Um, and they did, they deserve something better to plan. Um, some, you know, something modern. Um, I, I think, uh, I think a lot of it had to do with um, the, the way that uh, the, the people in Oakland kept, not the people, excuse me, the people in like, uh, people running Oakland kind of just over and over again, kind of shined on Mark with getting the stadium done. Didn't, didn't respect them. Didn't think they'd go anywhere. And uh, now, you know what? It's a nice, it's a nice new stadium. It's going to cost me a whole lot more money to go to games. <laughs> Cause like my, like my friend, uh, um, they have 14 season tickets before and it's down to, it's down to four and it's going to cost a lot more. And then like just going to Ricky's or whatever up in uh, San Leandro or stumbling around Oakland, or uh, you know, even just staying in San Francisco. Oh, at least the bar is closed in um, in California, man. Like, uh, <laughs> like, man, we're gonna be. You know what I mean? Everybody's gonna be. I'm gonna just be so many out of town people and people I know and people that just want to go that aren't Raiders fans that just want to go to a game with me. Then I'm gonna be like, oh, so it's it's gonna cost a lot more money. Sean's gonna go to a Sunday that. game and come back about Thursday. Yeah, well, man, dude, I can, I can, I mean, I I basically get there in about two hours from where I live now. So, uh, not, yeah, it's gonna be awesome and rough at the same time and ex- and expensive. So, yeah, luckily I'm not I'm not I'm not going to all of them. 
you know, there was and to get the season tickets with um, Brad buying them. Honestly, I didn't really have to buy them, but it was, you know, it would have been um, to sit that section. It's is ten thousand dollars each uh, personal seat license for the right to buy your tickets. So just to get two seats out, I had to write a check for twenty thousand dollars. And holy shit! Um, yeah, yeah, buying houses and stuff last year that wasn't wasn't really an option. Uh, there was yeah, um, and I figured I figured you punk down twenty grand, you can go to a whole lot of frigging games when you could just pick and choose your game and pick and choose your seats. You know, so there's that. So yeah, I didn't. So I'm I'm whatever. I'm 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 glad they're there. I'm glad the stadium's nicer. Makes me happy. So. Yeah, well, that, that seat license thing's a, a pain in the ass. I'll, I'll I'll bring you Drew as long as as long as you take me to the uh, Monday night game uh, against uh, against the Chargers week four in LA. So sh- speaking of uh, our buddy Drew over at Wanted Comics, this is perfect timing. Uh, he, he must have had uh, his his ears ringing because uh, I want to show people a pretty damn sweet cover that a lot of people are talking about that we're going to give away tonight. This gorgeous, nice house on the lake. Wanted comics, the issue one, John Gallagher cover. Um, and he said to me, he said, uh, "You're not going to believe how good this book looks till you get it in hand." Yeah. And man, is he right? They just, they did a really good job on uh, the trait on the on the dressing and and the cover stock and the paper stock and. Everything about this book is absolutely gorgeous. So we're going to give away this one tonight. Um, we got a couple more we're going to give away, uh, you know, throughout throughout the coming weeks um, on certain shows on the channel. So make sure you guys are checking out, um, you know, subscribing, uh, watching the other shows. You never know when uh, a giveaway is going to pop up. But the way that we do giveaways on this channel uh, has been the same for a while now. It was uh, we picked live people in the live chat. But um, that's a pain in the neck. So uh, we found this really cool uh, website that just does it for us. And um, in order for you guys to get entered into the drawing, after this video goes live, you need to go to the YouTube and video and put a comment down below. And what that comment basically entails is, um, let's see here. I want to know your favorite movie involving, horror movie involving water. All right. And then I want you to subscribe or follow Wanted Comics on IG. That's at Wanted Comics with an X and subscribe to us. And that's all you got to do. Tell us your favorite movie, horror movie that involves water and uh, subscribe to both us and Wanted Comics. And we'll uh, we'll get you that cover. But that again, that's in YouTube after we're done being live. Um, and we'll uh, we'll give it away next week on uh, next week's flip side. But I want to talk a little bit about wanted comics. Well, now um, you've got me thinking. What what is my movie? Damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna be well, distracted for a minute. Yeah, you're gonna be distracted for a well, while thinking I'm, about that one. My, and my favorite involving water. When I see that cover, is I'm just um, picturing that girl get out of the pool trying to get some water out of her ear, <laughs> and saying, "Hi, Sean. You know how hot I always thought you were." <laughs> 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 but that's a horror movie. Doesn't anybody movie. fucking knock anymore? <laughs> it's still that's that's the Phoebe Case bikini. It always gonna be, man. At oh, least you're our age, right? <laughs> they killed like My John least, killed Jesus. this cover. John no, really destroyed the, it, right? It, yeah, and the and the thing with um John's is I I end up getting uh, uh 
you know, like screen caps and to, I'm on my phone dealing with comics most of the time, a lot more than I am a computer's and his art blown up cover size compared to how it looks on the phone. Yeah. Look at that, that blown, that, that blown up comic size looks so, and same with all the haha covers and everything like that looks so much better in person. Like it's legitimately stuff to, to add to your collection, which I do. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, John Gallagher's a stud. Um, and and so, yeah, let's get back to Drew over at Wanna Comics. So make sure you guys go to his IG. Uh, you can hit him up at uh, his uh, website, wantedcomics.com. That's Wanna Comics with an X. And um, he actually has a, uh, a new cover coming out um, that is, is pretty pretty amazing I'll, I'll say it's uh it's it's up there with uh some of the some of these great covers that he's had coming out lately and um speaking of that speaking of that person who draws these covers john gallagher lady hey. ladies and gentlemen look at that what's up hey, uh, how are you guys good Welcome. brother would you, would you just came in as we were talking about uh, the nice house on the lake number one I, I couldn't help but notice how I know. <laughs> we were talking about how, how, how amazing it looks, uh, you know, not only looking at it like on the screen, but when you get it in hand, the, the, the paper stock, um, how they, the, the color on it, everything just looks really, 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 Dude, they, really did, good. they did a really uh, top shelf job on that one. They really delivered. I, uh, I wasn't sure what to expect with Black Label because I'd seen, obviously, as we all have, you know, varying standards of of uh, deploy and um, the fit and finish was just terrific. I was like, it actually looks better than it did on my computer by a lot. So whatever <laughs> whatever they did to it, uh, they, sweetened, they sweetened it and made it look like I knew what I was doing. And that's that's everything, really. Yeah. <laughs> When you're surrounded by a team, it just like makes you look amazing. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> well, we we've we've talked a lot about your books lately um, because not only have you put out this you know couple amazing covers with Wanda lately, but you also uh, the Hive guys have a really great new trade the, that's a cover of yours too. Um, yeah, the, just, uh, the the Department of Truth one. Yeah, the Department of Truth cover is killer, absolutely killer, and they were on last week talking about it, which is really, really cool. It's kind of cool to see that they're starting to do, and, and I don't know what everybody else thinks about it, but I think it's interesting to see them starting to do the exclusive trade dresses at a limited amount, right? As long as they're, yeah, they're limiting it. Thing. I, I'd like to see more. Um, obviously, it's at a retailer's discretion and um, you know where they find themselves, of course, but uh, I, I think I think it's uh, I think it's lovely. Actually, it's delightful. to be all for it. Well, the the reason that we had you here tonight um, is to talk about a new cover that oh. we're going to talk about tonight, which all is right. "Nice House on the Lake" number two. Uh, let's bring this guy up. Let's do this. This is uh, absolute another one of those absolutely gorgeous covers. And here we go. That is creepy. That's why I said, like, I want to hear about the, the horror movies the water that involve water because this type of shit is the type of stuff that every kid who ha grew up with a pool would, would be swimming in their pool and be like, there's something down there that's going to grab me and pull me in. There's something down there with a chain. Every time I swam in a lake, I would think of shit like this. Well, because <laughs> it is down there. 
<laughs> there you go. One of, the, one of the reasons we never go too far into the Merck is as a child, it's always there. And I grew up, I grew up on the shore of Lake Superior in Sault, in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Uh, and if you know anything about, about Lake Superior, she's a, she's a dirty dog. So <laughs> it's, it's full of, of tributary lakes and rivers that are just filthy. They're just, just <laughs> rimy, nasty, janky, uh, shitholes. And so when, when you're, you know, walking along the bottom of, you know, even shallow water, you're like, did I just step on a human? Like, because <laughs> it's just, it's just horrible. It's just, there's, there's a chance. There's a chance I stepped on a corpse. And uh, so, so, of course, <laughs> I just think every lake, especially, you know, one with a nice house on it, uh, is going to have uh, bodies, you know, in, the, in terms of the story, because truth be told, in the first one, you don't get much of a, of a read on, on where the story's headed, because James is amazing for setting the table. But you get the impression in the great medievalist tradition that he writes in that there's always something going on just outside of the character's uh, frame of reference. There's always something scary. So this is one of my uh, great fears, um, of course, is bodies uh, roped to the, uh, to the bottom of a lake in various stages of decay. Some have obviously been there for, for uh, decades likely, and others of course are fresh, um, which is always something that, that perturbs me. <laughs> well, it's funny because Code Red Comics brings up something interesting and he brings up the Jason. And this is an, another reason why I love this cover. Here yeah. in Arizona, we have a lake out here that an artist decided to put this guy right. at the bottom of the well, lake. Hey. I love mm -hmm. this. This is amazing. Yeah. So, you know. I'm so glad that I legitimately moved to a nice house on the lake a year ago. <laughs> I'm not kidding. There is a lake in my backyard, and it is. A, but I am glad that it is a man-made lake, so there shouldn't have been. You can kind of, you can kind of see the bottom, but it does. Um, You're not I have going a, swimming tonight, are you? Not tonight, probably. <laughs> no, not probably not tonight. A little warm, or yeah. But I do, I do have a friend um, that has a, a little bit darker sense of humor. And he. He lives uh, like six houses across the finger, and he he hang he puts uh, mannequin heads and paints their heads, and puts them on a string or a rope or whatever you want to say uh, to, onto a brick, Jeez. and then puts them to the yeah and puts them like to the, appro the appropriate amount where you get like this much of their head out of the water, and it's not there at all times, but on the good weekends in the summer. Uh, that's when you go out there, and there's literally nope. heads floating in the lake, right, 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 right across the lake. Yeah. Do you guys that's remember? That sounds guys like rem a good yeah, that is a good friend. Do you guys remember seeing like um, the uh, uh, aquarium things that you could put in the aquariums, and somebody had made like a floating Jason that like had a chain stuck to it and had a little air you put in it, and it was like floating, trying to get out. I want to see. Uh, somebody who has a 3D printer or to, to make remake this cover in a, in an aquarium. Oh, I'm that I'm would be. Uh, I'd love that. Yeah. So if but any of you guys fears, uh, 
I don't I don't normally live in fear. I was an imaginative kid, but I never, as far as I can remember, never really talked myself into uh, a scenario where I felt like I was going to die. Because, <laughs> but but yeah, you're right, Kamikaze, deep deep dark water. Uh, <laughs> And there was there was always times because you know I, I remember going sturgeon fishing and muskellon fishing uh, when I was younger, and those those fish are the size of a canoe when you're a kid like they're enormous, and all you would see you would get glimpses of them uh, through refraction uh, in the water, and they always seemed like they were the size of submarines. So just even the suggestion that there may be a floater down there is just you know that, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. And I want you to participate in my covers too. I try to have a little bit of a story uh, as best I can, of course, but um, I want them to be a little more fun than just, hey, character jumping out at you or whatever the case may be. I like to, and especially in the case of a book like this, that clearly it has really, it's going to have a really rich, uh, dense story for people to dive into. Um, wow. You know, you, killed you want, it. want to suggest more than more than what's just here. You killed it, brother. And uh, we appreciate you. So uh, keep keep pumping them out, man. If they're this good, we'll take them. We will oh, take them. There's, there's so much cool stuff coming up. Um, I, I It's like a fanboy dream come true. I got lots of uh, and more more DC stuff as well. Uh, they seem to have, have uh, taken a shine to me, so. Well, we know why. We know why. It's because you're, out, you're, damn, you're damn good, brother. Keep it up. All right. Well, I, I do have to bounce. I'm taking my daughter. I, I do have something to show uh, everybody first. Ooh. Okay. Yes. All right. You see that thing behind me? Look at that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay, that's one of the villains from Scooby-Doo, right? <laughs> that's the werewolf. All right. So what I did, because uh, I have more money than sense, um, I got this. Woo! The clown. Um, this jack jackalope right here. Oh yeah. And a creeper, of course. Oh, you have yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And of course, this one. This one freaked me the the hell out when I was a kid. Oh god. Yeah, Right, they're all available at Trick or Treat Studios. I don't have a sweetheart deal going with them. I just really like what they do. Who doesn't want to do, man? So I'm gonna yeah, put some heads under all of them and have them on display in the house somewhere. Uh, yeah, very nice. Very nice. Very. Anyway, I got I got a werewolf mask. Cool stuff in your house. That's uh, that's John's pickups, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, for this, <laughs> oh, this yeah. episode. So. Those are nice. I, John, like, I like this. Thank you, John. We appreciate you, brother, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks, okay, John. everybody, take care. Good to see you all. All right, later, man. Thank you. Yeah, man, that was dope. That was dope. So make sure you guys go check out uh, Wanted Comics. Drew uh, doing really cool things over there. Good dude. I'm working with some really great creators, and uh, man, John Gallagher just keeps killing it. Really, yeah, he's, really, he's, he's doing a good job. He's crushing these. And I guess I was right. He said he even likes it better printed out than he does on his computer. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Z, you ready to start the market report? I'm going to let you take over. I'm going to go grab a, uh, another coffee here real quick. Some, some medication. Some medication. Some, some uh, All right. coffee beans.
All right, so this one really threw me. I'm going to start off with a big boy. Raw Albedo Ooh. 2. Uh, 9900 a buck. Uh, and I was like, man, that seems high. I, I, and I had to look at the, you know, look at the sales data. There's not a ton of recent sales, um, at least on GPI. I may have missed something on Comic Link or something because there's some crazy sales going on all the time there. Um, but most recent one I could track down was a 9.4 in February was 10,300. Um, so basically you just paid a 9.4 price for a raw. I, I, I looked at it. I mean, it's a nice copy. It's not a, you know, it's by far not a beater. It's not a, it's not a mid grade. It's, it's honestly probably a pretty nice copy in the, in the nine and above, but man, I, a 9.4 right now you're risking a six month CGC wait. I mean, I don't know if you're spending $10,000, maybe you're just going to do walkthrough, whatever, but man, that's a ballsy move is all I could think. So I don't yeah, know. That's 51 in the census. I, of course, if you want a copy, there's not many coming up. So maybe you just buy it. I, I, the way the world works. Somebody just said, I may not see another of this knife. So I'm taking it. And yep. the next, next nine, four could be 15 K who knows, man. This is one of those books just going up, up, up. Um, room at 2,000 copies, we think. And some damaged. So not a lot out there. Not many out there. Um, this one, <laughs> I had to throw this out there because I, I was like, $225 for Beavis and Butthead 1? What? Um, there's 275.98, in case you're wondering. You could have this book for $83 in January. Uh, 2020 and 2019, it bounced between, you know, like 75 and 125 bucks most of the time. Um, but as it shows, man, nostalgia for the 90s is, is, is up. People are spending money on it. And almost anything in 9.8 is going to be 250 bucks these days, it feels like. You just, there, there's no $50 9.8s of anything mildly amusing. Uh, this is one I'd actually never seen before. Might be more from Power Rangers the movie. This is the photo variant from 1995. Um, only one um, recorded GPA sale of this was this one. Um, there's seven graded and four nine eights. Half of them have SIGs. Um, I don't know if somebody's buying it for pure nostalgia or they're buying it to go get SIGs because these Power Rangers are all over the con circuit and comic shops and everything. I mean, I, I can't go anywhere without seeing a Power Ranger popping up at a shop on IG mm -hmm. or somewhere, you know what I mean? They're signing everything and everywhere. So, uh, interesting cover. I, I just, I don't think I've ever seen it. I always see the other one, uh, but never this guy. Warrior One. Really kind of underrated book. Um, first V for Vendetta, as well as the kind of origins of the Marvel man as his true, you know, kind of miracle man incartation. Uh, they were not graded or very rarely graded because they were oversized UK books, kind of like deadline or uh, yeah, deadline, um, deadline 10 uh, tank girl. Uh, they're just a little bigger. If you've ever had them, they don't fit in a freaking magazine size because they're like a half inch too tall. They didn't fit in the old CGC slabs. But when we went to these slabs about two years ago, they started fitting. So you did see some pop up because for a while there was like five graded. Um, there are now 100 graded. Um, not a ton in high grade. This is probably about the 20th nicest copy. 
seven hundred bucks, which is it's kind of like almost underappreciated because that movie came out so long ago. Yeah, if V for Vendetta was kind of coming out now, man, and then you throw in Miracle Man, that's a monster of a book. Two huge, huge properties that just. I don't know. The cover sucks, but the cover's awful, and they're all going to be dented at the top. Oh yeah, I mean to find high grade ones, you had to put them in like a. You almost got to go with like a a life size magazine one and cut them down. They just don't fit in anything. Oh, yeah, I got I got a Deadline Ten, and it's in like a an art uh, uh, top loader because that's the only thing I could put it in without messing it up. In a portfolio. Oh, uh, like a top loader. Okay. I, oh, yeah. Like yeah, 11 by 17 like for, one or yeah. some shit? Yeah, because it's for like a, a big print, because that's the mm. only thing that fits in the damn thing. I will never sell them again, because it's such a pain in the ass to ship, too. <laughs> May as well put it in a slab. That at least makes it easy. Um, but yeah, rare book. I didn't used to see any of them graded. They're slowly kind of coming to market. I, I kind of I don't think that's a bad price, and I'd almost think about buying at it. I don't like to buy much but that one feels like it would have been a good deal. Uh, this is one shit, man. I, I saw this and was like, damn, I've seen this cover. I've sold this cover a few times, you know, and any grade will sell for 40, 50 bucks just because uh, badass Bruce Lee cover, uh, magazine size, tough black border, one of one in the census, man. Ooh, a badass book. Um, almost 3K. At I've never seen that cover. Uh, like I only focus on like say seventeen number seventeen, but yeah, I've never you're seen always looking cover. for like the white tiger and that shit and the iron fist. But this one is there's a Chuck Norris and there's the uh, uh, the Bruce Lee and this is just a badass one because it's like just Bruce Lee being Bruce Lee. Yeah. So yeah, awesome that, book. That I, I don't know if I'd pay three K for it because you know it's not not my jam per se, but whoever got it and uh, if you're you're a Bruce Lee guy, man. That's a badass piece. Yeah, whoever bought that isn't a comic book fan. They're just a Bruce Lee fan, and that's yeah, yeah. That's I mean, it, it's a badass cover, a badass book, a one of one, beautiful. And that that that's like a bragging piece for your house to your non comic book friends too. Mm-hmm. Yes, because everybody They're like Bruce Lee, like you, know? you ever seen this thing? You'll never see it in this grade again because I've got the only one. And look at this cover. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's a bragging rights book to to to. Uh, a wide range of visitors to your house. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at the those those old Marvel magazines, man. They're so tough to find in nine eight. You remember the Star Lord Forever was a pain in the ass. Yeah, all of them. They're just regulated to boxes and bins that never they never fit in. Yeah, so the Satana Rocket Raccoon. There's so yeah. much. Yeah, there's so much cover color rub, especially on this one with that black. Like this would be one you surprised if you ever see another nine eight again. That, yeah, that's I agree. Tough. Book and beautiful. Congrats on the buyer and I, I congrats on the seller too, man. That's whoever bought it's happy. Whoever sold it's happy. That's a win-win in the market. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, we keep talking about these. I, I can't remember if I've actually highlighted this particular issue before or not. I mean, I, all these valiant uh, Nintendo properties blow my mind. This is the special edition nine eight. Um, there are 35 9.8s of this one, so way more common than the, the preview issue. I think we're talking a little more in the uh, Zelda issue, I, but they also had a little firmer. They've got like the cardstock covers in these books, so 
I think there's a lot more nice copies floating out there because even in the bins and the, the wasteland, they just had, you know, the, the thicker cover, so they had some chance to survive. So, still a thousand dollars is big boy money. Uh, this book, uh, I'll give a shout out to uh, the boy that's uh, selling the nine eight SS of this that uh, I did not bid enough on if, maybe three months ago. Um, somebody listed the nine eight error with the SS. There's two of them. I know the other guy with the other one, but uh, he's got it at a hundred K. I think that's a little steep, but somebody's going to pay a lot of money for it. Uh, but an eight Oh here, 1300 with a Todd verified uh, this damn error variant going through the roof. Yeah. I regret selling that copy, but at least I know, uh, at least I know TJ has it. So at least it's in the family. Even the normal one is going through the roof. Oh yeah, this air variant's a son of a bitch, and I, I think there's still some floating out there because you got to check them, and not everybody checks them. Yeah, I'd bet on that for sure. So, no, a lot of people don't know they have them. Like, at least actually, one from got from a friend of mine got from a garage sale. Yeah, this box of image just—I mean, I don't want to hate too bad, but a box of image trash, and and I, and I hate to have to tell him that he spent. Uh, too much money on it. The next to last thing in there was a Malibu Sun 13 and I'm all, all right, that's why you buy them. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> there you, go. you got your one gold mine. Yep. So keep an eye on this one. Uh, if you follow him on IG, uh, FK, FNG Rad is, uh, runs some claim sales, but he's, he's, his opinion is this is the modern kind of grail. This is the book. Uh, and I can't argue because it's a tough book, a big character, promo issue, with an error, I, it's going to be a big boy book of the 90s. It's going to be one of the top dogs for a long, long time. And it's probably got a lot of room to grow. As people I'm going to buy out. all the rusts until I find one with the weird color on the back and call it an error. <laughs> it's worth a shot, bro. It's, it's worth, worth a, a shot. shot. Like that EOS V2 uh, color var- supposed color variant. Yeah, exactly. Before yeah. you go on to the next one, hold on. I want to. Somebody said. Um, one somebody said, "God, I should have kept my Nintendo Power issues back in the day." Yes, yeah. yes, you should have. Yeah, well, one hundred percent, you should have kept that. Uh, Here we are, too. Uh, and another one, invite to raid says, "New Ranger on tonight's FSOC Power Rangers book." Just a last second, FYI. Do you guys know if that's uh, Frank Gogol's stuff? Is, is is doesn't Frank Gogol have something coming out there soon uh, with Boom and those guys? And is, I, I thought so, but I don't know for sure. Well, I know I know he's got something coming out, but is 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 the book that he and the Ranger stuff? I know is is that the uh, the book though? Because if it is, make sure you guys check that shit out. Frank's Frank's a killer writer, man. Be interesting to see what he does with that property. All right, all right. Uh, next thing just caught my eye was was all the nine eight X Men stuff. Just the uh, you know the the the, the mid two hundreds to early three hundred books are just kind of rocking and rolling. And you get a nine eight, it's it's moving to a three hundred dollar book. So you got this bad boy, classic kind of cover. Um, got this one here with the, uh, the 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 cross. I mean, these are all beautiful covers, but in our heads, these are two dollar books. You know. That we're just so used to, we would yeah. pass them up a hundred times on a hundred. Um, but these things in nine eight are starting to get some 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 groove. So if you're digging through those bins, look at condition, 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 because you could have some some gold mines. Because a lot of these books are in nice shape; they've been in a bag and board their whole lives. So 
keep that in mind um, yep. as we look at that kind of run. Another another of these freaking spec books. If you've got an X Men first appearance, no matter who it is, man, it's going freaking long shot. Mm-hmm. Um, first long shot for Spiral, almost five hundred bucks for nine eight. I mean, this book was dollar bin fodder to five dollar bin forever. Um, I don't can't say I found many nice ones, but that doesn't mean they're not out there. Yeah, I'm sure you've got quite a few. Do you have any graded, Carter? No, especially not long shot. I just figured I'll wait till it gets hot and then I'll pluck them out and then maybe have them graded. Yeah, it wasn't worth the dollar to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's terrible. Freaking terrible. Um, I actually cashed out of this book the other day, but uh, First Bishop um, 282, four, nine, four near mint quote raw copies 100 bucks a pop god damn what 100 bucks a pop is there four is that what he's selling four of them yeah okay Holy i was shit. about to say i was about to say this book when i saw this i didn't see that lot of four copies i about shit myself because i was like i put pu- i pulled two of these out of a out of a box in my corner of I my second room because they, they sell for way cheaper every day <sighs> i i'll be honest i i bought in at a nine eight at 300 bucks and i bought a newsstand nine eight at 450 as maybe maybe 10 weeks ago um i sold out of them because i'm moving some money around i sold the regular for 475 and i sold the new stand for 850 825 and that was 10 weeks i'm like good enough nice profit moved on because at some point i'm like how high is the fucking ceiling on bishop man what are, what are people expecting well he's a time traveler right I understand. I just, man, you're going way in on these, man. It's I, a great cover and all, but I, I, five hundred dollars Bishop sure. nine eight is. I, I don't know. I'm I'm good. I'm good to part with it. I don't even think that's a great cover. I'll be honest. I mean, it's it. The layout's good, but it's just so nineties to me, man. Well, it is nineties. The it, layout no. is great. That Jerry curl is hot. <laughs> He's got like the the half mullet, half Jerry curl thing yeah. going. All right, so I look like I said, freaking X Men, hot, 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 whatever it is, teach your own. I love and this book. So I mean, even the reprints are two hundred bucks now, nine eight. So I, crazy man, crazy town. This that isn't even the good reprint. I don't think there's, there's other some, ones. Yeah, there's other ones, but this is this is a book that you would pick up in you know cheap bins all the time if you saw. Yeah, it. I mean, of the reprints, this isn't even the best cover. It isn't even the best one. Just the one people can afford, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so this book, we got to talk oh, a little about. Oh, boy. Here we go. I don't know if this is a real sale. I don't know if it's a fake sale. Um, this was on the top 10. Our, our boy Ben S. put it on there. And uh, you were telling me somebody reached out to him and, and talked to the sellers and said they did not get paid for those $7,000 auctions. No. Uh, shout out to uh, Decor Collectibles, who I first saw it on Instagrams from um, just doing the detective work out there. Uh, f- contacted the seller. I guess he knew somebody that contacted the seller. He contacted the seller and said uh, that both sales were not paid for. It was the same guy, both sales. They were not paid for uh, the same buyer for both sales. The guy didn't buy either of them. Um, then uh, we reached out to him, and uh, the guy said no. He still hadn't paid for them. So unfortunately, you know that's kind of what happens when you're hot. You know, you guys, a lot of people forget that 
Stein's hot 10 list isn't based on what he thinks. It's what he sees in the market. It's what he sees happening. You know, he, he, he waits a lot, you know, to the last minute before finalizing that list to see what happens. Yeah, he's writing at before. 2 or 3 in the morning. Yes. And he saw the sales and, um, you know, he, he put it on the list and uh, it was actually number one on the list because you see those type of sales on this book. And you think, holy moly, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I love this book. So I, I, I don't, I don't think I don't see anything like super crazy when I think of those sales. I could see that this book in a nine, eight being those type of sales with the not just based on the comic and the animation, but based on what the future could bring with this. Because if people love this enough to where you get a couple seasons of the animation, that gives more chance that you might be able to see a show out of this. Right. And this also is a book that you can, it's very hard to find in high grade. It was always find, hard to find this book in high grade forever from the second yeah. it came out. It's yeah. a very, very low print run. It's thick. You can't fix it easily. Nope. The paper's a little weird. So, yeah, it's not like, you know. I think it was like 10,000 copies. Does that sound right? No, I, I want to say seven or less. Okay. All right. I can't so, remember if it's even half of that or if it's seven. I, it, it's a low number. I mean, it's it's pre pre Walking Dead. Well, um, yeah, it, it's it's right at that same time, um, right? Uh, he did Invincible first. Invincible is what caught on first too. And Everybody I, and was I'm talking not, Invincible. It's best story I've read in a long ass time. I love it. I've bought the soft covers. I bought the hard covers. I've had a one and I sold too early, kind of thinking it's animation. It's going to flop and be done, and I can buy it back. Uh, Appears I'm wrong, but I mean, again, when I saw that six and seven thousand dollar night, I'm like, Walking Dead was like a cultural phenomenon and only hit three or four. Um, I, I understand it's great animation, a great story, and the market is hotter, but man, seven K had me going. Then why is Walking Dead not doubling back up? Because that was a monster. It it's coming up soon. Um, supposedly, Thanks, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, supposedly to my uh, knowledge that, you know, they're still like in line with making the future Rick movies and shit like that. So a couple grand on walking dead one, you know, I mean that, you know, 9.8, like, you know, you get a raw less than that. I don't, I don't think it's a terrible, terrible purchase. I think Rick Grimes, great comic character, great TV character. Um, I saw, I got, I got one, I got one cheap a long time. Not, I'm not cheap, but I, Basically, I took a five hundred dollar profit on a nine eight, and uh, was and was good with that um, at the time. But I really, I really wish I still had it. But I, I like the comic. I like the show. I'm the only one still watching, apparently. So I got well, that going for me. I, I, I'm right there with you, Sean. I for for the Walking Dead stuff. I think that book um, for all of us that were collecting during that time and have been collecting since then, that's one of those books that we all kind of wanted and, and, you know, try and pick off. And for the longest time, people were talking about that. Like that's the, that's the book of our generation. That's the AF. I remember people saying all the time, that's the AF 15 of our generation, this and that. Yeah. We didn't know it was ultimate fallout for it. Then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause that was two bucks. Wow. It was like, dude, it was cover. Okay. <laughs> this is interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, Dennis is saying Kirkman used to take 10 to 20 of each The Walking Dead and Invincible to shows and sell them to fans that cover as a good. So, 
that's kind of cool. Good read. Yeah, that's a good read. I mean, it's an amazing a, book, and if you haven't read it, you should. I mean, find it somewhere. It's, yeah, it is a fantastic story. If you haven't watched the show, watch it. It's great. Just so we gotta we gotta find out if this guy paid now, right? Um, probably. I just who knows? He had bad information to go on. God, it pisses It'd be me a off. real buyer. Because yeah, it yeah, bad, like you said, bad information to go on. I had a dude the other day buy, um, not in this universe, but like five or six hundred dollar book, and then just later said that was a mistake. Cancel. Yeah, lots. Of <laughs> and I and I'm all no fuck you. Take the buyer strike because I just lost thirty five watchers. Right. Yeah. And like and and then now it looks like you now it looks like uh, now, now like, it looks like, like now it looks like I sold I sold it. You know what I mean, and that's what yeah, it was you like. You're you're, you're you're fucking up the market. Right? And I see the dude with one for sale, and um, immediately I tell my friends block this person, and you just got blocked by forty or fifty fucking people. So <laughs> wear it, including some even, even an ap- a- apology or some stupid story would have went further than like his demand, since apparently eBay just doesn't give a shit. You know, they just yeah. don't. They just don't give a shit. Other, well, other, they're they're starting to give a shit with card people. Let's yeah. hope that. Glad that to hear. Is, yeah. Glad to hear. It. Can't 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 cancel. And I, I mean, I've can't I've canceled a few bids, but they're legitimately were bad bids. Like I bid I bid like thirty thousand dollars on a Daredevil book once. Like and sometimes you have a typo, and it wasn't a nine point eight of number one. All right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, I yeah legit typo and said I'm gonna bid again. Don't block me. And then became you know and then still yeah. I was I was at work once doing a bid last minute doing a snipe and uh, somebody walked up to me to say something and I uh, hit an extra zero and shit. <laughs> yeah, and you just pray. Yeah. Carter, you ever come across any of the early Invincible stuff out digging? Uh, years ago. Not anymore, ago, right? I came across yeah, I came across the number one. I sold that thing a long time ago. I mean, I looked for it forever. Yeah. The only one I ever got, I bought a freaking massive collection. I got one, and it was like it was maybe an eight five or a nine, and I kept it for a really long time. I sold it. I, I, I got a nice profit, and I, and I assume I, I hope and I buy back in. I, I would like to, but I'm just going to ride it out for now. Yeah, yeah I, this I, is I, a book one one a one one in a raffle, so I. It was like sometimes you win one in a raffle when I I hadn't when the book isn't you know I knew it was a cool book but and John had said to read it but I never got around to, to to reading the series or anything like that so that's just like that's like more free money to you you feel like yeah yeah because you paid you, you know you paid like you paid for a raffle ticket yes exactly <laughs> so. um more spec you know Red Hulk and this was a cheap book for a long time oh. up up up. Okay. Thunderbolts. Um, this next one, I I don't even know what the spec on this one is. It says first Sun King, but I, Sun King's a beer to me, so I don't know. Shout out to Modern Playbook crew. Um, shout out to uh, Red Hood Joe. Uh, um, a lot of people talked about this book recently. Um, I think we talked about it on Drunken Chat a while back too. Um, but the Sun King spot is. I guess there's two characters that they're really kind of like rumoring that's going to be the big bad for the Moon Knight series and Sun King and then uh, his brother, right? The other, who's the other guy? Randall Specter. Yeah, Randall Specter. Dude, dude, dude. This is, yeah, but this isn't the, 
you realize this isn't the original book, right? No, this no, is the second not, print. That's the cover, but that's not that's the cover to twenty. I know it's the cover. Yeah, that's, that's a different character you're thinking of, which is the original twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. No, this is the the recent one. The it was came out during the lenticular stuff, and well, I, I tell you what, I I sold um, my Randall Specter nine eight. I I had bought that book. I bought a nine eight of that Moon Knight probably five years ago when I dug into Moon Knight the first time, thinking. Well, that's an interesting character. I bought the only night I've ever seen for sale. I bought some regulars. I sold the nine eight. I put it up for, I think I put it up for three fifty, thinking that's a crazy price. And somebody bought it in a day. And I'm Shout, like, <laughs> I, I I got again talk about Red Hood, Joe. If you guys aren't following Red Hood, I believe it's Red Hood Comics on Instagram. Is that what it is, Red Hood Comics? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Joe is a character, and uh, it was some in the back room during when they were recording one night or something and joe said joe showed this book a raw one and i think aaron Yee was like yeah i need that book and joe's like okay i'll send it to you and um sure enough it's you know 9.8 copy he's sending it to him so here you go joe you're sending away a 561 dollar book for free <laughs> you just rubbing it in <laughs> i tell you and what and, and you better not welch on that shit my friend he used to hang with us. I mean, he still does, obviously, but uh, I think he kind of joined uh, back in our, our U days. He, he sent, he sent me some, uh, an, an original art Joker print. And this is, dude, I've that at least at least three or four years ago um, that uh, I forget the artist. Obviously, he's going to know. Um, but it was like amazing. It was a. Um, uh, Heath Ledger Joker black and white print nice. on there. I remember and, that. And he would send me cereal. Yeah. He'd send me like the 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 the, the chocolate frosted flakes because I uh, can't find that stuff. So yeah, he's always <laughs> he's always been a, he's always been a generous dude, man. One of the best pressers out there too right now. Really oh, yeah, good. good really, yeah, he's got good good pressing game. So really good, really good IG page too, man. Oh, works it. Yeah, he's he's you know what he's doing now? He's doing TikTok. Oh, and yeah. uh, killing, he says he's killing it over on TikTok, man. So <laughs> they are TikTokish Instagram videos. Yeah, <laughs> they're 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 pretty cool. Yeah. So. so we need like a twelve year old to run our IG page. Yes, we do. All right. I all still right. don't know shit about IG at all. None of us do. Because you're old. <laughs> we're all old. We're I we're in we're in the brave new frontier, like. trying to just stay relevant, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this one interested me. I honestly, because I, I didn't even notice that they were two different ones, newsstand, one's not, but they had both sold the same day or within the same couple hours. Um, first Swamp Thing, or first, sorry, first Constantine Swamp Thing 37, uh, 2650 for the standard and uh, 3700 for the newsstand. But I, based on when this was, I don't, I don't know if the scales tip enough for that to be a, a 50% premium, do they? Dude. That's a good character to invest in. So I think, I mean, well, I do, but I, the newsstand version, I isn't that before it was really kind of no, no. This came out in the eight in the eighties. So, I mean, it, it was a seven, pretty... right? Eighty eight, something like that. It was before that. Um, before that, he's on the he's on the cusp of what you're trying to say there, John. Where... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the newsstand's more rare now. Maybe yes, it, it, is. it is. Are you sure? Yeah, the that that that's newsstand thing. I'll look it up right now. That newsstand thing didn't change until like the. Seven. It was the seventies when that changed. I think. Yeah, like but late it didn't really become rare, rare until like the eighties, nineties. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. 
I that's a great question. It, it, chat, no, let us know. No, we we know it's like eighty. It's it's like it's like this. That book is on the cusp. What year is that book? It's like nineteen eighty two, eighty three. Is is where it's like you're starting to get the flip, but yeah. at the, at, the, at the same time, I mean, we're not just talking about scarcity. We're talking about uh, books being taken care of. I mean, this could be the picture. We all know that you know some of my pictures that I sell things somewhere. I don't know why my phone takes better pictures some days than it does others. I swear to God. Take and, down this image, John. And uh, so I don't want to look at the one on the look at the news, newsy. I think it's, uh, you know, eighty six is right around. The, I mean, this is right in that zone where it's fifty fifty. Yeah. So I I don't know. I it just interested me. I, either well, way, here's this book the thing. Is weird. Here's too. the thing. You would you would also have to admit that a newsstand copy is going to be harder to get in in nine point eight condition, no matter when. Yeah. It's printed. Yeah, it's yes. exactly what I was saying. True. Yeah, it, it just it, it it's less likely to have been taken care of, and uh, you know, it was ever bulked out. It's bulked out on a newsstand or um, or sent back, where there's a good chance at a comic book store. Um, second, it doesn't uh, doesn't sell. It gets gets put in the bag and board and put in the back issue bin. Yeah, you know, so it's just you know, it's it's not just scarcity. No. Yep. All right, you're All good. Right. Um, Black Knight going crazy. Um, this is one of those books that uh, first kind of solo origin type thing. Uh, raw for three hundred bucks, man. I remember selling a decent copy of this after the news initially for less than a hundred. So it, it's been picking up steam. The market's picking up steam. Circulation's picking up steam. Everything's just going. So another one that's kind of uh, as as. Early Doom appearances price out. This one is one that is moving. The Fantastic Four Annual Two, um, five sixty for a raw. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, the world is going nuts. These things are just going, going, going. You want Early Doom? You're going to have to pick a few things, and because FF Five is gone, it is through the roof. Goodbye. Unless you are uh, crypto rich or something, man, it's gone. Um, I'm gonna end off with some Spider Man because I like to check in on Miles and Spider Man once in a while. Uh, still selling very well. They seem to be kind of below just a bit, a little bit of the highs. Um, I can see a little easier on the uh, second print, which was floating what eleven, twelve hundred bucks for a minute. Settled that's my that, that's my sale. He didn't pay it. Oh, really? I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, you thought he got a pretty good deal, honestly. Oh, uh, he said he's gonna pay. Okay, I was gonna say I think he was. I was like, I was like, fair. I'm hoping he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I'm not. But I'm you'll not see him pick up, so I don't care. This is fucking free money. So I'm not. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not judging one way or the other. I. It, I'm just saying the Spider-Man between Miles and you know, all the Venom stuff it has toned down. If you look, I didn't take pictures of everything. 300 is toned down a bit because it was skyrocketing from 5k to I thought it was going to hit nine because it was going from eight to 85 and now it's kind of trending back down towards seven and a half um, and it's slowing and I don't know if that's because so many people have seen this high sales and flooding the market so to speak or if just the world's tempered a bit secret wars eight which even four weeks ago I showed hit a thousand is now 
kind of back towards 750 to 800. Um, so, I, you know, Miles taking a little step back is not surprising. I just, I just don't know if it's, it's not the topic du jour or if, you know, the whole market took a little step back. I, it, it could just be, you know, we have sh shorter memories than we think. You know, it used to be three months was a short memory. Now it's three weeks, man. Um, a badass book. If you're going to buy a Spider-Man one, this is the second rarest to the platinum, the UPC gold. Um, the high on this guy was uh, last month. It hit 1400 prior to that was the exact same price as this in March. So it kind of took a little step back, not a huge step. Um, you know, the, the high sale is a one-off, so hard to say what the market's doing, but I just, I think some of these books have lost a little bit of steam. I don't I, know that that's a permanent that, thing. I just think it's just a slow little. It, there's it, a breather. I'd buy that it, in a heartbeat. It's June. I just said Vegas was full. Yeah. Like I'm not saying it looked around the casinos, going like all these people probably collect comics, but like uh, I'm I'm just saying like there's people out doing shit. Kid kids are home from school, and America's opening up, and uh, au auctions and such aren't going to hit what they did a month ago or the month before that. Um, yeah. Unless you know, unless you know, extraordinarily rare stuff, I, I think that I think that's a good purchase right there. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anything's dying. I just think there's a little less heat. So, uh, one last one, uh, I, you know, uh, AF15 page, uh, no grade, thousand dollars. I I don't know how I feel. I mean, I guess if you're gonna do a Silver Age book, this is a Silver Age book to do it, but. I've got a Tech 27 page just because it was Tech 27. I, if you got an Action 1, a Superman 1, a Batman 1, you know, some of those big boy books I, I like. I don't, I don't love the Silver Age because it feels like they just made it a piece out of something that was whole. I don't know. But, I, I, shit, you can't afford one now because what's – what's anything with a cover is 10K. So, yeah, so maybe so $1,000 a page. And, and Amazing Spider-Man 1 is through the roof now too. I, so I don't I don't disagree with it, but man, I don't feel good about it. Yeah, so. I bought a Batman one page a long time ago, and just kept it. Good purchase. I wish Dino wouldn't have listened and, to me and bought the Joker page, but whatever. And he's on the page, so Batman. That's solid. I mean, it's my kind tech of funny. He's fighting a giant with a stick. <laughs> my tech <laughs> page isn't even a Batman page, but I took it. The take it. Take it all day. You got one more piece than I do. Yeah. All right. That's all I got, Brian. I will turn it over to you. All right. So this is uh, an interesting sale that's it's, it hasn't happened, but this is uh, up for sale right now on eBay. This is the Evil Eddie Tops Garbage Pill Kids Super uh, Fractor from the Chrome series. Um, this was uh, what... I mean, me and Sean have talked about this series a lot on the show. We opened up a bunch trying to pull some, you know, good refractors. I did pull a super fractor, but it wasn't one of the one of the normal cards. It was one of the um, what do they call them in the Topps Chrome? Like uh, ones that there's there's Garbage Pail Kids cards that they didn't uh, release in the original set. They 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 were supposed to be released, but they held off on them, so they put them out um, in the Topps Chrome. And I got a super fractor out of that, but. I always thought how amazing it would be to own a super factor of the atom bomb. Well, this isn't even nasty, Nick. It's evil Eddie and it's up for 80,000. So absolutely bonkers. Crazy. It came back at 10. Yeah. The only copies at 10. Yeah. 
dope. That's dope, yeah. right? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So this was uh, another crazy sale. This is a PSA 10 Blasted Billy sold for almost $3,500, uh, $3,400, $31 bids. Crazy. Absolutely bonkers. This is a $500 card, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, this is a box of Pokemon cards. Talking about Pokemon, uh, one of the stories uh, about the uh, Logan Paul fight was him walking out with his Charizard, you know, BGS ten or yeah, Beckett grading services ten. Uh, that's a you know one hundred fifty thousand dollar card that he I think he got out of a box that he opened on his channel. Well, here is a uh, unopened box of Team Rocket first edition Brewster box factory sealed that sold for thirteen grand. Fucking crazy, man. That is so crazy to me. Um, we've talked about the Batman cards on here from the 60s. This is a, a really uh, gorgeous PSA 10 of the Riddler card, which is a great card. Um, it has him uh, trying to saw Robin in half. Like, what a great card, especially to have in a PSA 10. Sold for uh, just under two grand, which... I'll be honest. I I could see that maybe going for more next week. You think Once he could sell them to Two Face if you split them in half perfectly like that? I, why not? Let's turn them into Two Face. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's, let's sew them together. Let's split Two Face in half. Robin Face. Yeah. Didn't they do that in the comics where they had one that was like half Batman, half Superman, or something? Like yeah, composite yeah. Superman. Or yeah, composite. Like yeah, composite. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was funny. So. Anyways, uh, eighteen hundred dollars. That's a sweet card. Uh, this is interesting. How about this one for all you nerds, you freaking nerds out there that like Star Trek? Nerds. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Star Trek's nerds. Um, yeah, uh, nineteen seventy six top Star Trek, the USS Enterprise number card number one in a PSA ten. There's only two of them in the population for PSA ten. Sold for just under uh, forty five hundred dollars. So not bad. Not bad at all. 42 bits. Um, all right. Let's see here. Next one we got. How about this one? This is kind of interesting to me. This is a 2021 Upper Deck Marvel uh, Anthony Mackie autograph, but he only autographed 35 of them with the Captain America moniker on it. And uh, this, this, you usually don't see these star cards sell for this much. Like to see a star card, you know, unless it's like somebody like Princess Leia or somebody, they usually don't sell for that much. But $2,000 for Anthony Mackie uh, is, is pretty crazy. So he probably got, uh, there's probably some people out there that can make some money on some of these star cards right now if you've got the right ones. This is why I talk about that, though, because then you see sales like this. James Gandolfini, 2013 Leaf, the nomination autograph, huh. right? Sold for 600, a little under $600. Like, I would rather have that James Gandolfini than right. Anthony Mackey any day. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah, that, that, yeah pretty sick. They're Actually, they're both kind of sick, to be honest with you. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Gandolfini was a fucking man. Best TV dad of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, keep an eye on those things. Um, a couple more that uh, I thought was interesting. So I pulled up, uh, the actual pages. This is a 1995 spawn Wildstorm card. Um, if you remember these, uh, the spawn cards that they put out were elongated. They were like 
you know, super long, which sucked. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. They didn't talk to anybody. They actually put autographs in the box, and this is a Will Sportashi autograph. Um, they 75 of 100, uh, kind of cool, and it sold for 78 bucks. So, um, you know, maybe that's something to look out for on some of these spawn cards. Maybe uh, getting a McFarlane autograph in there is, is worth something, you know, picking up a couple of these boxes if you can find them for cheap. I don't know how much these spawn boxes are selling for unopened or who knows, but kind of cool. I personally have never seen Wills do spawn before. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's actually a thing or not. You know what I mean? I just. That's I've a great point. He did some covers. I had a, I had a, a Wills. Uh, Spot I want one ninety five. I think oh, it's one okay. ninety five. It's, it's it's whatever the white cover is within a couple mm-hmm. issues of that. It could be that one. All right. And I and I got it. I had it. Well, I didn't get it autographed. I found it autographed and bought it. And I, I thought it was his cover. I'm not. This, I'm not sure. I think he might have had some in the late one nineties. And if I'm right, this is kind of cool. Um, shout out uh, to a homie on Instagram that I keep in touch with. And, and I think he's over uh, overseas in Germany, maybe. Um, uh, he hits me up about these cards uh, that a lot of people don't know about. Um, of course, Panini did a lot of early, uh, m- you know, comic cards before anybody was doing it. And um, he hit me up this week. Uh, he finally found these. He's been looking for a while. These are from 1988. They're Venom cards. So I guess these are might be considered the Venom rookies. Um, he is finding stuff all the time. He's finding like 1966 Hulk cards, uh, you know, um, early Rogue and, and Miss Marvel cards over there, uh, like Donner cards from uh, Captain America from the 60s and Iron Man, the Black Knight from the 60s. A lot of crazy stuff that he's finding over there that uh, is really cool. So maybe this is something that we'll, we'll try and talk more about in the future. I know Nico is probably he's uh, he's going crazy because I'm, you know, talking about his uh the things that he keeps on talking about getting into but (laughs) (laughs) anyways it's it's it i think these kind of things are cool it's cool to find about new stuff i that's i'm really into a lot of the european cards i'm not anymore because they're too expensive but maybe these things might be worth uh you know getting into so um sorry i keep putting that pre-tongue venom is adorable is he not he is so cute <laughs> he is. You, you know that's that's a great point. I I, f- I forget where we talked about that, but not until Larson did he become yeah yeah you know all creepy and shit. So uh, here we go. Uniform says twenty twenty upper deck Marvel anime Momoko boxes are about two fifty. Yeah, uh, we actually saw Aaron Yee open up one of those boxes on uh, on camera one night on live on YouTube, and it was kind of interesting. Uh, I would love to see more of those. Um, you know, recent uh, Marvel boxes. See what, what what people are getting out of them. Here's another uh, crazy Pokemon thing, but this is for uh, Matt DeVoe and all the uh, video game shit. fans out there. Oh my god! Right. So wow. this is a, a 1999 uh, Pokemon Yellow Pikachu Special Edition Nintendo Game Boy Advance that is graded 7.5. Right. That's that's that is that looks cool as shit. That looks cool having those things graded like that. Yeah, I, it I, does. I would totally have like that, like you know, have like a, a Zelda, a Legend of Zelda on my wall or something, or mm-hmm. Tecmo Bowl or Blades of Steel or something. But this one sold for thirty two, thirty three hundred dollars. So that's uh, look how beautiful. It even's got the shrink wrap on it. Damn. Not that, but that. <laughs> yeah. 
So there you go, you guys. Uh, you know, go get your uh, Game Boy Advance stuff graded. And I'm sure they grade them in uh, uh, loose too. Uh, getting back to this, to you know, this is what I wanted to bring up uh, about the the you know Marvel stuff. This is from 1966. This is the Marvel stuff in a complete set. This is the Donra set, a complete set recently sold for eight hundred and twelve dollars. Um, this guy had a lot of really crazy items sell. Uh, let me, I believe this is the guy. Let me make sure. I could be talking. Yeah, here we go. He had the 86 Donner set. He had uh, some more 86. He, he had this 86 Donner set for Marvel superheroes. The Marvel, another Marvel superheroes. I don't know what this is. This is he sold another Donner set for 1500. Um, different one, looks like. Uh, he had uh, a lot of these. Um, cards that you never thought would sell what they sold for crazy money outer limits trading cards so a lot of those cards are, are selling for crazy money right now uh, those weird ones uh, here's a another weird one this is secret wars from 1984 leaf trading company did this um and i don't know how many people know about these we've talked about them before but what? not like yeah yeah this is crazy so here you guys, I'll give you uh, some some of these. Uh, they kind of put Hulk, uh, the the um, David Banner Hulk stuff, right? But here are some of the cards, as you can see. Uh, they got Monica Rambeau on there. That's interesting. Um, I don't know if they have. It'll be interesting to see if there's a Spider-Man in here. I didn't see it. But anyways, this set sold for fifty-one bucks. So that's oh, wow. that's. Yeah, that's very affordable. I would have have, uh, have bought that set. And I think uh, those top loaders sell secondarily, even scratched up for fifty one bucks now. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. I mean, the people could have bought this just for the damn top loaders itself. Absolutely crazy. So, um, but that is the market report, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you uh, for hanging out for that. Um, and uh, we'll get into some crazy pickups. So, two hundred live viewers. We appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure, uh, for those of you guys that um, weren't here in the beginning, we're giving away this dope uh, John Gallagher Wanted Comics House on the Lake. Nice House on the Lake, number one. This gorgeous um, exclusive cover from D.C., John Gallagher, really good job. Uh, we're going to give this book away. So in order to win this book uh, after the show is done, go to the YouTube channel. Um, make sure you guys subscribe if you're not a subscriber. And let us know your favorite horror movie that has water in it. it has something to do with water in it. It's got to be a horror movie. Um, you know, Sean, Sean said the obvious one. When we all see this, uh, all of us people who are in our late 30s and up, uh, remember uh, Phoebe Cates? Uh, Phoebe. Yeah. Phoebe. That's exactly what any of us thinks of when we see this. Um, but we did get to uh, announce the um, new cover for that book tonight for Nice House on the Lake number two with John Gallagher. Um, so make sure you guys, if you haven't seen that, rewind it and check it out. Uh, John came on and talked about it. It was a really creepy cover and uh, some really cool things that uh, you can do with the ideas in that cover. Um, but again, if you want to win that nice house on the lake, number one, make sure to uh, leave a comment on the YouTube video after we're done. Your favorite horror movie that has to do with water or anything to do with water. And then uh, you got to be a subscriber to Tales from the Flipside and you got to follow one in comics on IG. All right. Who's got pickups? You, you, you guys want to? I got Carter, pickups. You start? Yeah. I got pickups. Now, 
we were talking about um, Dr. Doom and early Dr. Doom. Uh, so I came across this the other day. I typically kind of stay away from graded books because I just rather buy it raw. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this, so we have Amazing Spider-Man number five and a CGC 4.5. Uh, we picked this up for five. No, we picked this up for $800 out the what, door. What is a great the, deal right now. Yeah. What is this um, offer right now? I, I'd say a a four point a graded four point is like an easy like fourteen hundred. Wow. There you go. Yeah. And that's a nice I, looking four five. And I would say like just like a raw copy will sell for like eight hundred. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, this was a terrific deal. I like I saw it. Like I've been I've been looking at this book for quite a few months at this store. And he's never raised the price on it. Actually, he um, he even dropped the price by fifty dollars for me. You know, so yeah, all day, I could, day. yeah, I couldn't pass this deal. This was a hell of a deal, and I just figured, you know what, we're going hard, so let's go hard. I tell you what, before we get back into some more uh, comic books, I picked these up. I went to a uh, toy store. We found uh, party napkins, GI from GI Joe. I love this. How hot I is had this? Those. My mom, I guarantee my mom had a fucking G.I. Joe party for me when I was a kid yeah. with those things. <laughs> like $3 a piece, and I was just, I was all over these for $3. Hell yeah. And the best part, you can save one and have a party with the other. You know, that's so, right. Totally usable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, now, I gotta, I gotta talk about this. I gotta talk about this. So, uh, we have Golden Girl. From 1984. Okay. okay, so who ripped off who? Was it was did Golden Girl rip off She-Ra or did She-Ra rip off Golden Girl? It looks to me, I don't remember She-Ra being in 84, right? I could have swore she was 84. I could have swore. I'm not so, I'm not sure. The toy? Hold on. Let me let me get it off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> So she came out original release nine, September 9th, 1985. Uh, Mattel 1984, Hawthorne, California, but made in China. So down here, uh, and this is, I don't know if it's going to focus on my little webcam there, but yeah. Yeah. 19, 1984. So I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know the answer. Yeah, like, this is, is that, 1984 too. Oh, by the by the way, Golden Girl ripped off the Golden Girls though. <laughs> right? I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing the Golden Girls in my grandma's house in 1984. I, I won a lot of party bets by being able to sing that theme song. Yeah. <laughs> but it is pretty Shira-ish, that's for sure. Or How much did you pick that up for, Carter? This was seal seal for thirty dollars. Not bad. I'm like, why not? Why yeah. not? Okay, we're getting back to comics. We're getting back to comics. And speaking of G.I. Joe, we got a G.I. Joe number one. Nice. And um, uh, oh, so, yeah. it, so the price tag on it was $200. Uh, I got this for $150. And uh, this is a, uh, I would say maybe a 9-4 copy. I can't you know? believe that sells for that much. I, I can't. Listen, I can't either. Now, I much would rather have the toys. But uh, 
considering that just the the comics, I, I think uh, Nico was talking about this. Um, like this has the potential. GI Joe has the potential to be kind of like the next Star Wars. You know what I mean? So uh, let me Let's get hope it. They don't mess it up. Right, right. And um, I was thinking, um, let me just go ahead get in because I've had so many copies of this and let go, you know it's like it's like old older dealers in Hulk one eighty one. You know yeah. they they'll they'll talk about how many copies of just kind of just you know like they've had and just like just almost given away so i'm like let me let me go ahead and buy this and call it a day yeah um it's funny you you show that because the other day i was down a youtube rabbit hole and uh -huh. um i see that um has is it hasbro i think it's hasbro mm -hmm. has on youtube a channel that plays uh gi yeah. joe yes yeah, constantly it's on yeah. a live thing and no commercials so i watched the serpentor uh part last week where my yeah. is going and getting all the dna and i watched those the whole like the whole run for like two that, hours that's how week. i learned about dna they're like deoxyribonucleic acid yeah. i'm like oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's, like, how, that's how i learned about it yeah like uh uh, uh junkyard and mutt are walking by and <laughs> somebody goes what's dna and junkyard's like dino right <laughs> And uh, speaking of Star Wars, we got ourselves a copy of Star Wars number one. I got this go. bad boy for 60 bucks. Not bad. This no, like, that's not bad. It's like an easy find. I'm like, okay. And, okay, now I want to talk about this gorgeous, gorgeous cover. Now, yeah. I actually, yeah, I talked about it this morning in the uh, haul video, but... Uh, but I want to I want to get in depth on this one. How gorgeous is this? So I, this is, I picked up two of these the week they came out because of how gorgeous it was. Okay, so when when did this come out? This came roughly? out. Uh, this is old UD stuff. I want to talk. I think uh, this is uh, what's her name? Who did this cover? Elizabeth um, Torque. Elizabeth Torque. Yeah. So Torque was hot on the heels of a, one of her early covers that they put out. Mm -hmm. This is back in UD's old days. Um, yeah. And, and I remember seeing this cover and being like holy shit that is gorgeous uh-huh yeah yeah i saw this for eight dollars and i just Ooh. i immediately fell in love with it yeah that's a great pickup man yeah i kind of forgot about it actually mm -hmm. you know and i never yes. got one i never got one either but that's my fault <laughs> i think there are still some you know like some like 30 dollar copies out there so I like, Mystique has always been one of my all-time favorite characters and her uh -huh. skull belt is fucking awesome uh-huh that skull belt is so cool, man. That, yeah. If if I it, it, not if I was if in another life I was a cosplayer and a chick, I'd be all <laughs> over that skull belt and mystique. And I guess we'll do one more. We'll do one more book. Uh, I was really happy to find this one. So Captain America number sixteen. So it was on the hot ten uh, last week, I believe. Right, two yeah. weeks ago maybe. Yeah, I found this bitch for uh, five bucks. Wow. Not bad. Yeah. Great cover. Great cover. All right. All right. Sean, you got anything? Yeah. Um, I do. I So I, I talked to – I got one card. I haven't been looking for a lot of cards lately, but like I've said before, my buddy uh, Jonas Never has been doing the the, um, the Tops Project 70, and when he dropped his Griffey, and so I had to – Nice. You know, for 20 bucks shipped to your house, dude, like – and 
you know, that's that all-star version when he had that fire glove, hat on backwards, everything like that. Space Needle in the background and stuff. So uh, I was just, that's that's uh, being a so big Griffey fan from that era. Uh, and still now, I guess, right? He just doesn't have to play anymore. And um, happen, happening to, to uh, know the artist uh, that that was, that was, a, that was a purchase. Um, these, um, these are dropped. I still, I still believe in them. So I find them cheap. I bought one up not that long ago, but I kept the Marvel 17. Um, they get, uh, stuff from the friends, from, uh, from our friends over, uh, comic book exclusives with some of their number of books. So with the, uh, Star Wars bounty hunters, uh, Boba stuff, uh, with the alpha got that in there. Uh, same with the, uh, same with the high Republic. So want to give a, Give a shout out comicbookexclusives.com again, a friends of ours. And I got I got a CGC box back uh, weeks ago before I was on, not uh, a couple weeks ago, but in between because I couldn't come on last week. So I'm just going to, um, I got the box sitting here. Not, not sure exactly uh, which I'm going to grab. Some are doubles, so I'm not going to show you doubles. Um, uh, my, my first one is a mega complaint because they don't put a fucking lid inside their boxes when they ship you a whole 25 boxes anymore. They fill it with bubble wrap. Ah. So super excited about the uh, NYCC Phantom Starkiller until the entire corner is destroyed. Ah. Out of and so now I got to deal with them with this phone call event. And this is a... This book was a gift uh, from um, from our friend Matt DeVoe over at uh, CoverPrice.com. Just as a friendly gift, and I think such a great book. I just I graded it to keep it, and it came back the grade I thought it was going to come back at a nice nine point eight, and broken in a box. So got to deal with got to deal with that. That sucks. Um, that sucks. Um, let me see. Uh, so oof, try not to be as loud over here. Um, we're going uh, remastered X Men Gold One, nine point eight. So we got the the Jim the Jim Lee. The back is super sick. Uh, so I think this is as a remaster. I think it's the one in a thousand. If it's not, it's one in five hundred. But because they did the sketch on the back, I think it's the one in a thousand. And um, yeah, so I uh, saw the grade on that. Was happy to get that. A uh, uh, gor- gorgeous Jim Lee book there. Um, let me go with. Yeah, so more uh, the Ultimate Fallout fours. Uh, these are these are second print nine eights, <laughs> uh, and I got I got three nine eights and two nine sixes. One of the nine eights that I said was brought up there was one that I auctioned, so it was like I mean that was like kind of didn't quite do it. Well, actually it did because I think these were at the old prices. So so if somebody just pays for the other one, it does for the grading because uh, I, these aren't ones that I bought back in the day for four bucks or anything. But they were like, I got a whole bunch off of Mile High and stuff like that. So anyway, so they're they're gonna go well, um, and I don't I don't really intend on selling uh, too many of those, to be honest with you. But like a couple to make your money back real quick or to pay for your things. Um, I graded so the the boys had, um, uh, which I you know said over and over again how much I love the show. I love the anti-hero stuff. I love all the shit. Uh, I love all the shit people talk. Um, they should talk on the show. So they had a, uh, uh, Kickstarter. And so they sold versions of one, three and seven and they came out back. So they did somehow throw me a nine, nine, six on number one, but three and seven, uh, got nine eights on there. 
and so just really love the, the inside and uh, I just been I've been collecting the boys stuff um, so we'll go with uh, one one I found a long time ago in a bin and I just I thought the cover was so gorgeous I actually thought it was JSC uh, years ago and realized it was Lashley but we're going with uh, Sherry on here um, uh, Black Panther. Uh, 9.8 on that. Um, that was Damn. that was a long, that nice long, long time ago five dollar purchase. Uh, some uh, Vampirella stuff. Uh, so the COA. So I've got the this one was um, 750 copies. Dynamic Forces. Uh, Alex Ross doing the uh, after for Zeta. And uh, mm. I want to rate it regardless if it was going to be 9.8, but they for, sure, they for sure dropped it. But this cover is amazing. Like, I can see things in there that weren't in there. Very annoying, as usual. This one took, this one took forever um, to get back, even though it was fast-tracked. was not happy about that. Um, so, Darth Vader, I think this is a, a one, one, 1 in 100, I think. Darth Vader 25, Ooh. a Quesada. So yeah, this this is a this is a pretty one. Obviously, really happy. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get a nine eight and not complaining. Hey, what year um, is that one? What series? Si well, uh, the date on the book's twelve sixteen, so probably okay. the fifteen or or late fourteen series. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but that was the final issue of that run. And the other version of that is that they got a sketch of that also of the Casada. Um, another one that I've just been waiting forever. Um, so it's the Chase 2010. It's actually the same run um, as that one. Is uh, the Vampirello Ross cover? Holy shit! Goes nine, nine eight on this one. Um, this is the nice. I, I found more copies, but um, th this is uh, this was the nicest one. So after years of it in a box, I decided to grade it. Uh, a uh, couple minor minor letdowns. Uh, this this looks perfect. They rolled rolled the nine six. Um, there's like the littlest mark on it, but you know this is one of those on any day you can have nine eight or nine six out of these guys. So uh -huh. uh, roll, roll with that. Uh, this too probably didn't think it was nine eight, but nine eights have seemed to sell for like like three or four hundred bucks for some reason. And it's the uh, Gen thirteen. Um, pinup special this is 1997 it's got no number and and it was just it's worth a shot and worth grading and it, uh, i think it's a great cover i've never so, seen that really yeah, yeah. I don't, no, there's no um i don't know a lot i don't know a lot about it uh i saw some sell i saw some selling on auction sites and stuff like that so decided to go ahead and when i found a copy that i thought was you know near mint or whatever just just yeah. grade it, give it a roll for a nine eight and that's why I was surprised to see it sell that much. There's no price on it. There's no anything. So I actually don't know. Um, yeah, Joe Chodo, um, JJ is correct on the cover there. But it's image 697, $6.97. It's actually the month um, and year I graduated high school. So I was not <laughs> paying attention to anything that month. So I get, I get no idea. Um, uh, good old just... Thor number, Thor number one found a copy. Look, nine eight. It's nine eight. We know we know how to grade those. Uh, yeah. Um, the uh, the JTC negative variants here, and these aren't the the five hundred. These are the number to three thousand. 
and they've got they've got it numbered here in the corner and they actually put that it was printed up here so i got i got a couple of these back so uh and these haven't really lost value um if you for all the people that got the ones that came out uh i don't know if they dropped today or yesterday or what but i think it sold out today the um uh who's on today i think they had a rope covered uh, j scott uh, campbell did no, it's it's, no, it's Tyler Christopher. JTC, not JSC. Is this one? I, I don't think it was. Was it Campbell? Was it J, Was it Campbell today or Christopher? I, okay, it was Campbell I, today. Yeah, I noticed was. a bunch of those yeah. selling today, and that's what kind of blew me away. Um, people are talking about it in the chat right now. I'll bring yeah. it up. This thing's gorgeous, seriously. Yeah, but yeah. So I got, I got, I got, I got two of those uh, with different numbers there. Uh, uh, good old, good old monstrous one. It's been sitting in the box, and I never didn't didn't feel you need to really get rid of it. Just waiting to grade it when I was grading more, you know, person some of the stuff I'm keeping and stuff like that, holding on to for a while. So monstrous one that I've had a long time. That would be nine eight. It is. Um, There's then, nothing I have that I think is a nine eight ever. I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't ever like if 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 I only graded what I. Okay, I used to only grade things I thought were nine point eight, mm -hmm. and then and then it was and then like a lot of these prices on nine fours, nine sixes on things I never would have thought of grading. Uh, I was like, screw it, I'll just pay for it because you know what I mean. I never would have yep. graded a Teen Titans twelve nine point four. <laughs> Any grade them and sell them for two hundred fifty bucks. You're like, okay, well, good, good on me. I know my rule is like if it sells at a good clip at like a nine four, then I'll have it graded. Yeah. Yeah, it, it depends. So it's that. Okay, so it was Campbell. Never mind. Yeah. Isn't it, it kind of feels kind of cheap like that? He's doing the negative space stuff. Yeah. I mean, it looks a whole lot like exactly what I just showed you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a whole lot. So no, that's why. That's why I, I was like, okay. So um, yeah, and then I have my two annoying ass letdowns. Because I am a Masters of the Universe collector, and they decided to put the wrong labels on the wrong books and the cases. Holy shit! Okay. And they, but in my opinion, got the grades correct and just screwed up which was which. So, I got a Masters Universe, um, the uh, MB Creations Volume Three. Uh, the He-Man.org is limited to 500 copies with the COA. The COA is in the box with the COA uh, at a 9.8, and I'm su and I'm super I'm super happy about this. I thought it was a 9.8. There are only three nine or there are only two 9.8s if you don't include this one. I pressed one and I bought the other one in an eBay auction. So I literally have seen every 9.8 copy. Now the problem is they put that it's number eight on the label. <laughs> So that 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 does not make me very happy. That that pisses me off, and that also led me to believe when I was checking my grades online that I had a nine point eight in a number eight instead of number one. I don't. This says nine point four, and if you compare these books, I did not expect nine eight on this book, but it's also limited to five hundred with the COA. I know it's near mint. Give it a shot. I'm a Masters Universe guy. No big deal. Give them the money if they would have said nine point four. And they didn't put that it was number one on the label. I would have been completely content with this, but they have already put that it is number one 
on the label with the wrong ones. They figured it out that it uh, that that's a number eight right there, and that that's a number one right there. And you can see vice versa on on the other ones. Even easier to see the one there. I don't even have to point at it. So uh, anyway, very excited for these uh, PC books that I worked hard on to make as nice as I possibly could. Um, was really surprised online that the that the that this that this one got a nine point four, the other one got uh, or that this one got a nine eight, and the other one got a nine point four. See, I'm even confusing myself. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> because uh that's inaccurate they put they put the right grades and the wrong labels on the book so it's like and now it's like how am i going to describe this on the phone i've been i've been out of town for for about a week so maybe i uh, maybe i figured it out man maybe uh, i maybe figure good lord man good lord maybe, maybe maybe dennis is right yeah. <laughs> it's, time, it's time to CBCS this shit, man. God damn it. Okay, now you're closer to CBCS, but you're willing to lob that thing over CBCS to CGC. So what yeah. the hell does CBCS have to do to get you to go to them? That's true. It's not that much further. Like I'm pretty sure my like the books still like only take one airplane either yeah. way they go. Uh-huh. Uh, always, I've also had a, a, a dealer account at CGC for for years, so it was it was cheaper and it made it it made it easier. Um, and now it's just it's getting to point, especially with the prices up that much higher and stuff like that. And um, you know, being able to use other CBCS dealers accounts, um, we'll just well we'll have to see. We'll have to see and. Uh, I'm actually going to start posting a lot of my Masters of Universe Labs um, online, leading up to uh, leading up to the comics that are dropping next month. So I'm super. I, that's one of the reasons I was super excited to get these things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if you look at what I have bought for myself personally, there's there's a lot of there's probably a third CBCS books for the Masters of Universe Labs that I have out of about thirty or thirty or more slabs probably. So. I don't. I don't know the answer. Get them back faster, greater immaculately. Don't don't screw them up. Well, for those of you that uh, heard him talk about the Master of the Universe stuff that's coming out uh, in the following month, make sure to tune in next week. Uh, and uh, if you guys really like uh, certain Masters of the Universe artists, you'll be very happy you tune in. All right, let's see here. Uh, I got some some pickups. I got some really interesting stuff towards the end. I'll show you. But so these are some of the um, books that I picked up at that uh, Star Wars or that toy thing. I'll just show you guys. I, I got the some of the nice Republic Run stuff. Um, the dirt. Isn't this uh? Is this a first yeah dirt? yeah yeah? Yep. And then and then that one too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So I got sweat. like a yeah. I got a large large run of the republic and the um empire stuff i got okay. uh this dope that's a dope jango fett cover oh yeah that's pretty sweet yeah um i talk about these books all the time and one of these days people will start reading them more and fall in love with them but the infinities run uh some of the some i mean the some of the infinities covers are really great this townsend guy does some really um actually gorgeous covers uh, on some of the Infinities books, but really dope. There's a purple saver, by the way, right there. Um, John, I didn't get to show John these, but I picked up a bunch of Crow books just because they were $3 a piece. I got uh, these Flesh and Blood ones. 
um, these City of Angels ones. And I got like the whole set of a lot of them. Like, I think there's just like three issues, maybe, and a lot of them. So, who knows? Uh, Dead Time, Crow Dead Time. Nice. Yeah, you could. It was nice going to an estate sale and seeing a guy who just collected certain things and he bought everything that had to do with that. You didn't see any of the like early Crow stuff, obviously, but, um, you know, a lot of the the older stuff, some of the movie stuff, which is cool, right? Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah, I, actually... I totally forgot about, I didn't even know this run about this run. Wild justice. Um, so there's those, uh, this is kind of cool. That was in the star Wars stuff, the hunt for our Singh stuff. So uh, hopefully our Singh will, uh, will have something going. Um, I got a nice uh, another Kingdom Come set. My one, top five favorite comics ever written. Mm-hmm. So I'll buy these uh, every time. This was the trade. I would ha- I would buy trades of this like three and four at a time, and then just wait for somebody to say, "Oh, I I would like to get into comics," and I just go here, here. <laughs> I used to be in comics. I want to get back into it. All right. This is a uh, shout out to. Uh, uh, Colonel Josh, who gave this to me to give to John Z. Uh, it's an Ultraverse, something to do with uh, Ultraverse. It's signed. And I know John Z is like the only guy that's into Ultraverse that I know of. Well, that's early Terry Dodson work right there. Um, this was kind of cool. This is uh, shout out Jesse James. I went over Jesse James and he had got a new collection in. This is signed by Neil Adams. Um, this is con- continue- Continuity Comics. Samari. Uh, that's kind of cool. This is kind of cool too. Uh, this is Extreme Super Tour, and it's signed by all of them, including Liefeld. It's Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got some newsstand Gen Thirteen. Nice. And this is one of my favorite Gen Thirteen covers ever. I love that cover. That's true. Uh, another super underrated cover. I picked up another one oh, of those. Totally, dude. Yeah. Um, here's some more Gen 13 newsstands. And that's that's not that's direct, but that's a newsstand right there. Um, picked up one of these. Twisted oh, okay. Tales. Yeah. Uh, this X Files book just because it, this would be great to get some uh, sketches done, and I also got the white cover. That'll be dope. Now, thanks. Shout out to Mighty Mel V uh, for reminding me about these. First time I've ever found them. First what? time I've ever. I'm looking Ooh. for that. I'm looking for that fucking cover. Shit. Ooh. My mom said no at the grocery store again. <laughs> How about this one? How about that one? There you go. The, yeah, yeah that the, one's going on the list, go. too. And then the hot tub. This one I've always looked for, and I've never been able to find, and I found a lot of them lately. The Satan Sixth First Jason. I'm looking for that one. That's that one's on the list. Yeah, that's a dope cover. That's First Jason. Yeah, wow. and then uh, the McFarlane cover, of course. It's hard finding newsstand. I think that's First Jason, isn't that First Jason? Chat, let me know. I'm, I, I I believe I believe. I have it written in my notes. Is that for okay? All right. Um, 
And then I picked up uh, one of these. Shout out to uh, Modern Playbook Boys again. Um, I believe it was one of them that... This was uh, uh, on a... I don't know if it was on a ghost list um, that Ben Stein talked about. I know he's talked about this book before. Um, it's a hack slash book. And here's the front. Oh, shit. Cos- cosplay. Here's the back. Oh, oh yeah. And that's the cover that a lot of people don't know about and that they're looking for. And they mm-hmm. it's hard to find because usually you see the other side, which I guess uh, I don't know if Stein said that's why he never knew, knew could never find it because he would all, you know, you don't see, usually see this as the front. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is a dope hack slash cover. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's got the Jason mask, the Scream mask, some Power Rangers in there, a couple other things. So um, let's see here. Who did this? Seeley. It's a Tim Seeley cover. So that's a dope, dope book. All right, but here is the best thing that I've gotten in a long time. And I talked a little bit about this on uh, Drunken Chat. And I'm not going to open it, but what I'm going to show you guys is um, this is the original uh, Bufo pamphlet. Um, I've talked about this. Let me figure this out here. Not that. Not that. That. I talked about um, this pamphlet. Uh, I've talked about Hamilton Morris. Um, If you guys uh, have seen Vice, Hamilton Morris has a channel or a show on there called Hamilton's Pharmacopia. It is by far one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, I would love to like Hamilton's like right there with like Joe Rogan as like dream guests to have on a podcast. Right. Um, this dude is just a genius. And one of the things that uh, in, in counterculture lore is the Bufo Alvarius psychedelic toad of the Sonoran desert pamphlet that was secretly made by a guy named Albert Most in the Sonoran Southwest, uh, I believe in the early 80s, 83. Yep. As it says here, by Albert Most, Gila, Arizona, summer of 1983. And uh, it basically is the origin of uh, how to safely use and administer 5-MeO-DMT. And in counterculture, this is one of those things because these pamphlets were handmade, super rare. Uh, you only heard about it from most people. You never got one. Um, there was even T-shirts that you could get back in the day, mail or order. You could see it was like hand put together, really cool shit. It's just it's like one of those grail things. Right. And um, you, you used to be able to, to uh, you know, I don't think you can find them anymore. Originals. If anybody ever sees an original, let me know, please. Um, but so the cool thing that happened is um, over uh, the last year or two years, Hamilton Morris decided he was going to find out who Albert Most is. And, uh, you know, he started doing some digging and he heard this one guy was Albert Most. And he went and this one guy said, yeah, I'm Albert Most. I'm the guy who did it, this and that. And he did a, a, a documentary, a little doc- show on him on the documentary. Turns out the guy was a fucking liar. <laughs> 
he was not Albert Most. Yeah. And it was it's so funny how it plays out in the show. It's so funny how it plays on the show because like the first the, the last season of of, Hamil- of Pharmacopia, the first episode shows like Hamilton. And I and I don't see if I could find this for you guys because uh it is absolutely hilarious. But anyways, Hamilton um uh is is like it shows him and he's super pissed and he's going through through co- like the time of covid and he's like stuck in his house and he's just fiending over you know because this guy tricked him and he's gonna find the real albert most and all this stuff and it's just really good stuff so they so what hamilton did is he went and found the real albert most and not only that he did what was the right thing to do he the guy ended up dying last year, unfortunately, uh, older, you know, he got old and passed away. And, uh, so H- Hamilton said, we're going to re put out the pamphlet. And this time it's going to say by Ken Nelson, the man who did it, not Albert most, not the fake Albert most, but Ken Nelson, the real man. And so they offered, um, the uh the pamphlets they did three the first pressing sold out immediately second pressing sold out immediately so they did a third pressing and uh i was lucky enough um to score a third pressing yeah there you go (laughs) so they sent it and uh, i got two of them i got one from my uh, homie keith so if you guys want to see that uh make sure to check out the next episode of the bogcast uh i told him that i wasn't able to get any and he was all bummed and then they showed up and i handed him one so it was was a cool moment but anyways i decided not to open mine i'm going to keep mine unopened for a little bit um just because they're so cool but here's the coolest part about this so when you open this um you know obviously it's it's it looks like this you know and uh but one of the cool things about it is um when you uh it's got a little piece of paper in there that says uh, and this is the important thing to me. One of the things that Hamilton wanted to do is in order to um, not have to harm these toads, the Bufo alvarius, the Sonoran Desert Toad, which only lives in the Sonoran Desert and is an endangered species. And, you know, the popularity of psychedelics is becoming more and more popular. So people are out there hurting these toads. And, you know, if we lose these toads, we lose our way to communicate with the gods, in my opinion. So what Hamilton did is said, all right, we're going to figure out how to synthesize, how to synthesize this with chemicals, just like any other drug manufacturer. And he figured out how to synthesize it in a lab. And he put in the pamphlet how to do it. So shout out to Hamilton Morris and Ken Nelson for allowing everybody to f- figure out a way to do dimethyltryptamine, 5-MeO-dimethyltryptamine, without harming the bufo alvarius toad. But the coolest thing about this, when you open it up, it's got a little pamphlet that says, this was hand-collated, hand-printed, and every single one has little in, little you know issues that make it one of a kind. And 100% of these proceeds from the first, second, third editions, 100% are going to michael j fox foundation for parkinson's research and that's what integrity is right 
like that motherfucker, Hamilton Moore said, not only are we gonna we're gonna synthesize this and figure out how to put it out there for free, then we're gonna give we're gonna redo the pamphlet and sell it and give a hundred percent of the proceeds to Parkinson's research, which um, with the help of DMT uh, could be game changing. So uh, if you guys don't know about Hamilton's pharmacopoeia, go check it out. This is the third pressing of the Buffalo Alvarius pamphlet from the Sonoran Desert and Ken Nelson. Dope shit. All right. And that is the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 176 viewers stayed with us to the end. Again, um, if you guys didn't see it, uh, the uh, absolutely unreal... Um, let's bring this up. The absolutely unreal John Gallagher uh, cover for Nice House on the Lake, number two, uh, with Wanted Comics. We revealed this cover tonight. Be on the lookout over at Wanted Comics. That's Wanted Comics with an X. Uh, make sure that you guys uh, follow him on IG. And if uh, you guys want to win this uh, dope uh, uh, John Gallagher cover from uh, Nice House on the Lake, number one, um, that uh, uh, was also sold by Wanna Comics. If you guys want this copy right here, make sure to leave a comment down below the YouTube video uh, that is, and tell us your favorite horror movie that has to do with water. And uh, we'll pick a random winner next week to give that book to. And again, keep your eye out for this one over at Wanna Comics website, wannacomics.com. Make sure to follow uh, the rest of uh, our homies um, out there, Hive Comics, uh, Bird City Comics, wanted comics uh all the cool people that um doing cool things that we appreciate and uh, make sure to sub to us and uh we'll see you guys next week on tales from the flip side